da 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 it's a special episode because we haven't got Sean here, so it's party time, basically. Um, and he has been replaced for this episode by Joe and Scott from BitSocket. Hello. Say hello. Hiya. And Ross Fubister. Oh. And the reason why we've got these guys on here is because we've decided quite arrogantly that we are the people. I've done it. You guys might not have decided quite arrogantly, but I certainly decided quite <laughs> arrogantly that we are the people to finally create the definitive order that the Zelda games will run in, in terms of quality. The best to the worst of the Zelda games. And um, the reason why I think that we're the people to do it is because every time one set of us is talking about Zelda on Twitter, doesn't matter who to, the other two at some point will get involved, <laughs> making it pretty horrible for anyone who follows all three of our accounts. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's happened nice. about two or three times where I've had people going like, fuck's sake, <laughs> 87th bit socket and Andy Hero talking Shut about up a bit Zelda, Zelda again. And um, yeah, we, it's usually at some point we start talking about which one's the best and um, we don't always agree, but I think that like the combined knowledge and love for the series between all of us, we should be able to maybe put our difference aside, maybe, you know, Appreciate someone else's opinion <laughs> and try and create. <laughs> That's not happening. Have yeah. ever, and have you ever seen the internet before? <laughs> well, I have, unfortunately. So I kind of know where this is going, but I'm trying to, you know, trying to just put a positive light on it before it all degenerates around the top three um, later on. You guys are fine though, because you are in different rooms, whereas me and Scott are in the same room right now, and somebody's locked the door. So no, we're not getting let into one of us is standing over the corpse of the other. That's right. Triumphant. Naked as well. <laughs> <laughs> Triumphant. All right. So yeah, totally different format to what we normally do. There's no talking about what games we've been playing, unless there's Zelda, and there's no questions because we don't care what you think. And this no. time, we are the people who are going to side this list. And that's some catchphrase. <laughs> yeah. And the reason why Sean isn't here is because he hasn't played Ocarina of Time and thinks it's rubbish. So wait, how does that even work? I don't know. Surely he's only play- one of those play- two can be true. Has- Surely- I don't think he's made it to like adult link. <laughs> and he's just oh. like, oh, it's really boring. You, have oh, to get- you need to choose your pals better. That's that's ridiculous. I know he sprung that on me. Oh, no, no. Not happy about that. No, it is, it, is, it is absolutely unacceptable. So he's banned from uh, this discussion. Because he wouldn't contribute anything of worth. <laughs> um, which is fair enough. <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're going to go through each one, talk about each Zelda game, and then put it onto the list. Yep. And hopefully we've all got the same list in front of us, and this is going to be a really happy, enjoyable podcast where we just talk about our favourite Zelda games in order. Starting with... The original, The Legend of Zelda, on the NES. This is actually a really good starting point as well. Not just because it's the first one, before anyone gets fucking clever. But um, <laughs> because it is just like the absolute distillation of the mechanics of the series. Yeah, so pretty it's much. A good, it's a good one to judge whether immediately is something better than the first Zelda game. Well, it is and it so, isn't, because they've kind of taken away the whole kind of pre-roaming kind of element of it, you know? Um 
you could kind of do things when you wanted in Zelda 1, and there's less of that in the sequels until mm. the most recent one. Um, but it's, it's quite a different game from what followed. Yeah. I think the mechanical, the kind of mechanics there, though, were similar, like, you know, the finding items, solving puzzles Aye. and stuff like that. Although, yeah. But yeah, no, you're right. They, they have, they, have they, they swiftly left behind the free roaming aspect of it. Aye. And there's kind of less of a Metroidvania type thing where you're yeah. base, basing your actions on what items you've got. I mean, there's some of that, but it's not quite as big an aspect of the game, you know? How much have we all played of it? I finished it a couple of years ago. <laughs> really? Well, I got wow. an Xperia Play about two years yeah. ago, and I had, oh, yeah. at the time, a 90-minute, two-hour commute to work every day. Um, and in order to sort of keep myself from doing a falling down <laughs> one afternoon, <laughs> um, I, um, I just decided I'm going to play through every Zelda game on my Aye. commute to work. <laughs> and I got as far as finishing Ocarina of Time on the Xperia Play. Oh, well. Um, which was fucking the hardest thing because I had to use D pad. Oh no! Yeah. Most of it, but by God, I did it. Um, but so I finished uh, Legend of Zelda then. And that was the first time I sort of played it through, and it was obviously using save states because it suffers a bit from that whole Aye. old game syndrome uh, where yeah. everything's a bit of a pain in the ass when it comes to saving your progress. Yeah. Um, and I actually really enjoyed it because once you're in the dungeons, it's Zelda. Yeah, you know, it's just it's slightly yeah. stripped back, maybe slightly more action packed because it's so basic. You're just dodging stuff and the time. Well, it's kind but, of like um, an action game, you know. It's mm. it's the kind of RPG version of Super Mario in the world, in a way, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely see that. But um, I, f- I remember the only bit that really wound me up is there was a part where you have to buy something. I can't mm. remember it, and you just have to collect a whole bunch of rupees to be able to afford it. Yeah, it takes forever because yeah, like, and there's yeah. like a route you can take that gives you the maximum possible yield of rupees. I looked Aye. it up online, and it's like a, <laughs> a loop around the central sort of point of the map, and that was fucking annoying. Yeah, actually, I think they had a you know the game NES Remix. Aye, they had a wee challenge that was based around you had to get about sixty rupees to buy like a potion or some shit, and you had like twenty minutes to do it. And you think twenty minutes easy, and it, it wasn't. Yeah. It was like a like a real like seconds left goal, and it was a yeah. yeah, it was something like that. that. Was the only bit which definitely I was like, okay, this is this doesn't hold up. But I, I yeah, again, I I've played it all the way through. I did quite enjoy it. I think I only got a couple of dungeons in, and I did use a guide, so that was cheating a wee bit. Um, mm. I, I was, I've, it's funny just going back, and it's how difficult it is. It's relentless. Like, it just throws a million enemies at you that just take off chunks of your health. Oh, I like, remember uh, getting the guide at. Oh. Con- considering like a lot of these old NES uh, Nintendo games, I mean, they're good at the start, and then they get really, really cheap later on. And mm. there's less of that in Zelda than there is like Metroid, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, um, so, so that's Legend of Zelda then. Yeah, yeah there's not really much to it, is it? Because I mean, it, it it spells out all the sort of um, stuff that you expect from the series. Get Triforce. A lot of the some of the weapons are in there. But off to a flying start it was. So this game gets put right in the middle of the list for now. Yeah, because <laughs> there's nothing else. And I'm it's the top and bottom. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. keep a spreadsheet going as we go. So, Legend of Zelda. The I list love how we can begun. hear the clicks, like the, the, the typing on the key, keyboard. It's good. Sounds so there's, like, there's a kind of authenticity here, yeah. like history in the <laughs> making. 
he's we've all seen that um, that article that guy wrote about how really after Legend of Zelda they should just stop. Oh, that, that that's oh, that's that's okay. right. that article is the reason we're doing this podcast. Aye, yeah. like, I was so Other enraged. Aren't by... to be trusted. Yeah, I, no, that, that, that all that shit he said about Skyward Sword. That's why we're doing this podcast. It's, it's all these that, fucking American like journalists who keep saying yeah. oh Zelda should become a bit more like Skyrim as well. He can get the fuck. Mm. The, the, the worst part was when he was saying it should. I know this is going to offend you, Andy, right? But when he when he was saying that Zelda needs to be more like Dark Souls, and if there's a game who it doesn't need to be like Dark Souls, it's Zelda. Yeah, uh, I know. I agree. Believe it or not, as, yeah. you know, as much as much as I will bang on about Dark Souls, I will bang on about Zelda. Yeah. But then Dark Souls borrows a fair bit from it, and there's a couple of bits in the most recent. Uh, yeah, the more borrow from Dark ones. Souls. So, uh, yeah. yeah. That's fine. I don't mind borrowing, but yeah. I, you know, would I like to play as Link in essentially something like that? God, no. I just don't. F- anyway, yeah. <laughs> Stop putting me in these situations. The next one, Zelda Two: The Adventure of Link, also on the NES, released almost a year later in 1988. A lot of people defend it because it's misunderstood, but it's still a really awful game. <laughs> Yeah, I, don't, I, I, I didn't get on with it at all. It is the black sheep of the family. It is completely different. I wouldn't say it's awful, though. I don't know. Well, that yeah. a bit harsh. But, like, compared yeah. to, you know, you know, it's a Zelda game. And yeah. I, if you just approach it as a Zelda game, it's shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, the that, company it's that. about to be put in, it's... Yeah. And, like, it, it does that Zelda thing where, like, you know, even at its worst... Like there's there's a lot worse out there than it, but um, when you're playing it, it, it's it's not that much fun. It, it I think it excels in its dungeon bits, but that's kind of a get out for excels. Uh, games. I don't know. Yeah, when you're in there, it's uh, it's Is, that's uh, probably when it's at its best. I well, the, the, the levels are all kind of flat. You know, the sprites are a bit too big to do very many interesting things with the designs, the level designs. You know, and mm. um, yeah, I can't compare it to like Super Mario Brothers or something. You know. If they made things a bit smaller, they could have done much more interesting things with it, but you're just kind of walking around flat areas and jumping over. What about that fucking enemy with the shield that you had to sort of jump, and as you were about to hit the floor, you kind of had to attack? Yeah. That's that was annoying. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's funny because obviously when it's sight, it's a, you know it's two D side scrolling. Uh, you immediately compare it to Mario, and the jumping just isn't as fun. So Aye. immediately, it's just not as fun to play. But like, um, uh, I, I mean, I, I, I Nintendo like have, Nintendo have done a two D side scrolling Zelda game that works, and it's called Super Metroid. You know, Aye, uh, there you go. There, there's a good example of how to do these games, and Zelda Two doesn't do it. I mean, Castlevania is another great example of how that mm. can work. Yeah. That's clearly what they were aiming for, for, wasn't it? Castlevania is always what I've thought of when I think of Zelda. Aye. Yeah, yeah, it's very similar to Castlevania 2. Not so much the first one, but the second one had like the villages and people you could talk to and the kind of quasi-RPG uh, stuff going on. I remember the first time I played Zelda 2, I quite liked all that, though. Like, I liked the fact that immediately, as soon as you start the game, there's two villages nearby you can go and visit, Aye, even though there's no much to do in them. The random battles as well, which, you know, you get this tiny little section of... <laughs> level to walk into two enemies oh uh, yeah I mean, it, it, it does show though that Nintendo I mean, were quite willing to they could have just made Legend of Zelda 2 and it could be in the exact same first one at least they were trying some they were kind of, yeah, 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 it's, it's a that. failed experiment I think, in this case but yeah. I think it shows and it shows how Zelda as we'll talk more about them they do try new things and they do change them up I think despite what people races. say yeah. yeah, I think that's maybe the first example. Although I think, in fairness, you could say this is the first 
be a wee almost. Yeah. You go from a you go from a great starting point, and then you kind of stumble a wee bit. Mm. But that can happen. <laughs> Even you. <laughs> right. So. So is it better? Is it better than Legend of Zelda? No. 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 Okay. Adventure of Link. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was hammering it into a stone with a chisel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like writing it on scripture. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm typing it into a fucking spreadsheet. <laughs> Just get a kitchen knife and carve it into your thigh. <laughs> I'll be like that chap in um, chap. I'll be like that, that chap in Vagrant Story with it on his back. Right. Like, no one's played Vagrant Story, have they? Uh, I, I have oh, played I've the first like, half hour of it. This is the one that came out, came out just before Christmas one year. On PSN, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I remember playing it on Christmas Eve. Aye, no. I, I, remember me, I remember me yeah, yeah, I remember me and you downloading it and we were both like, oh, this is amazing, really good. And then it we is. get about an hour into it and it's so Aye. difficult. We just yeah. gave up on it. Alright, the bad guy's got something important carved into his back. Right. Okay. Oh, that was the reference I was going for there. Fucked it. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Are you ready? Are you ready? Right. Mm. The next one came out in 1991. On the Super Nintendo Entertainment System, it was Zelda Free Legend of Zelda: A Link to the Past. Oh, a good win. Let's just drink it in. Yeah, we can stop the list. We can stop the list now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, right, Scott, you're out of the two of us. You're the one that's kind of more intricately, intimately into Link to the Past. So, what? Well, this was my first Zelda, mm. and mm. you always have not a lot of things, but your first always means more two in a mm. way. Link to the Past is just. It's just something else entirely. I mean, great. I mean, uh, the speeds, mm. the bosses, the dungeons. It just works. The music. There's not no weak link in it. You know, you talk about it the first oh, sentence like, oh, it's good, but oh, it gets hard and all that. I think it's just perfect. It's a perfect example of a difficulty curve. Well, it adapts constantly to how you're playing. It's, it's the first time gorgeous. the series was able to kind of deliver on a distinct atmosphere to things. You know, deliberately. Yeah. yeah. Like. Yeah. Um, Zelda 1 has this kind of lonely atmosphere just by, you know, mistake almost, you know? It's yeah, it's like like the limitation Metroid, of the I mean, like, makes that. Aye, but yeah. like, they're, with the music and what they can do with the visuals in A Link to the Past, they can really make a lot of very distinct moments as well as distinct dungeons and things, you know? Things are memorable for the first time in Zelda. Yeah, definitely. And like, you know, it's it's difficult to avoid hyperbole when you talk about Zelda, some of the Zelda games, and this <laughs> nice, is yeah. one of them, is like, like every dungeon in it has something unique, and it, nothing ever feels like they've just cut and pasted a bunch of stuff. Mm. Every, every puzzle, every item, every boss, every enemy feels like it's been designed with like an insane amount of love for what they were doing. Yeah. And even down to like the music is all, every single piece of music in the game is memorable. Mm. Yeah. Whether yes, you that's, played that's it true. when it came yeah. out or you play it right now. Like if you were mm. to switch on your Wii U and download it. It's 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 certainly the first masterpiece in a series that has a couple of those to its name. Yeah, I actually only came to it recently because I, I I played it a few times when I was younger, but not much because I never owned it. But I bought it last year for the the Wii, the Virtual Console, and um, that's the first time I've played it from start to finish. And it's striking how much it. It's better than a lot of modern <laughs> games, you know. Aye. Like it's, it's just—it's a pleasure to play through from beginning to end. The only time I got frustrated was I think there was one puzzle where I just literally thought, oh, "There's no way I would have thought of that without a guide." But that was it. That was the only point where Is I was that, like, frustrated that in the game. Push a block down a floor. Something like that. Yeah. I, I know. I've, I might have been actually. There was there was a walkway. Uh, that there was two layers of the level, and you know, in the same room. But the 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 path you were meant to take was hidden by underneath a lock walkway, 
but, but I just I felt like it wasn't obvious that you were meant to walk under the walkway, and so like, anyway, it was. Uh, but that was the only point. The rest of it was just fantastic. I That's mean, more you than the game, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're not thinking that. You're not thinking, uh, Joe. You do realize it's just being pish of the game, is that? I mean, there's moments where there's kind of uh, lack of direction enforced in you. You're kind of encouraged to explore the whole world and things to find things. Um, and that's just kind of the era it was built on. Um, yeah. Much less so than the first two games, but um, mm-hmm. there are moments where it's not obvious where you have to go. Uh, and that's not necessarily something that goes against it. I mean, it's... No, some... I mean, it, it is now just because of the way that gamers... For a lot of people. Kind of are, but at the time when I played it, I just... Yeah. I, that, like, that never crossed my mind because... Mm other games didn't hold my hand yeah so you know when the, the, yeah. when you know when i didn't know where to go next it was just a case of like actively searching and look you know and li- literally looking over under every stone or calling the nintendo hotline um, <laughs> did you actually call that i called it once oh, and it wasn't for that yeah um, only t- was it? It wasn't for that. what was it for um <laughs> It, it was sex for, chat. Um, Put you in. I think Link's it was heart. for the third Donkey Kong Country game. Was that complete? No. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. I need to speak to someone now. What has happened? Uh, the, the, you know the only time, the only time I ever heard of anybody phoning the Nintendo Hotline was an episode of Short Change <laughs> when somebody when somebody felt they were ripped off. Uh, and that was that's the only time I've ever heard of an actual human being until this moment of somebody phoning in the Nintendo hotline. I, I definitely can't say I got shortchanged by um, uh, a link to the past. Not only because it was amazing, but also because it still remains the greatest gift I've ever been given. Um, uh, I was bought a copy of Super Metroid by my clueless dad just because I, I, I requested Super Metroid. So he went to a shop, bought Super Metroid, and it came in a box. Like an official Nintendo box. It was the big... Um, Super Metroid Red Case. Uh, but, had that. but inside it is a copy of Link to the Past. That's even better. And, it was, and like you, you can actually look at. I had to look it up recently because um, I thought I'd made it up. But um, yeah, they did. It, it had like a, you know, one of the corners of the box was cut away. Well, not cut away, but had like a graphic on it saying thirty nine ninety eight, save fifty quid, includes copy of Link to the Past. So yeah, I got Super Metroid and Link to the Past in a box. That's that's, that's which is about as good as it gets. That isn't that, it? <laughs> yeah, I can't really think of anything better than that. Like as far as game collections, it's the ultimate SNES double album. Uh, yeah. So is it better than Link to the Past? Yeah. Is it is it better than Zelda Two though? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> and is it better than Legend of Zelda? Yes. 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 So yes. a Link to the Past is currently the best Zelda game yeah. ever made. At this exact moment, <laughs> yeah, for now. for now, we'll remember this moment though. Yeah. We can come back to it when we get to the comp- comparison stage. <laughs> All right. And if anyone is scared that it won't be number one, they can just stop listening now. And yeah, that was- that's it. Yeah, just press stop now, and you're happy. Next one, Game Boy, The Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening, out in 1993. Who wants to kick us off with this? I will then. Um, I played this at the time. Um, never owned it myself though. Um, it was a game owned by my non-SNES-owning friends who played my copy of Zelda and were like, wow, I want in on that. And they all <laughs> ended up getting this. And um, do you know what? It's, it's, it's a weird one, this, because there are people out... It, it's a great game, but Aye. there are people out there who do consider this the best of the lot. Yeah, there are. Fucking weirdos. It's fantastic. That's what I'm saying. It's because it's that good. Yeah. yeah. So, well, but, 
um... <laughs> it's, it's funny how you say it's the one your friends had. I do remember it as the playground game at the time. Because yes. there's, there's a few kids who had a Game Boy with them and you kind of look over their shoulder in the playground and they're playing Link's Awakening. Aye. I was one of those kids. I'm sorry, yeah. Yeah, Scott. We went to the same school. I'm talking about Scott. <laughs> um, here's what I like about Link's Awakening, right? Because they were making their first Zelda game for the Game Boy and they limited everything in the game to just being one screen at a time. There was no scrolling to it, so they had Aye. to just design everything with one screen in mind. Hmm. I felt like that really, they really excelled under those limitations. You know, they made puzzles that worked in one screen. They Aye. made fights that worked in one screen. I loved all that. I loved how the map, when you went to the map screen, it was lots and lots of little squares, and each square was an entire Game Boy screen with. Hmm. Like, yeah. I, I just, it's such a lovely, lovely, lovely little bit of design, but it works. Aye. But yeah. it, it, it's, it is a restriction as well, though, because uh, a puzzle or whatever, can only be the size of one screen. It, yeah, no, there is that. And it's quite a small resolution. You know, it's mm. it does act against it in kind of scope of things you can do. Um, I mean, it's it's a game that you have to talk to talk about in um, the context of Game Boy games and things, you know, because it's an amazing Game Boy game, but comparing <clears> it to A Link to the Past, I don't know if it really holds a candle to it. I think it actually does a fairly good job aye, of aye. But, giving um, you the Link to the Past experience, but on a budget, I suppose, aye. or like a memory budget, I'd say. But again, I, you're, I you're putting it in that context. Yeah. I think it subverts quite a lot of things as well. I mean, so early on to have a, a version that kind of takes some of the characters you may recognise from the previous games and the concepts, last few, change them a bit. Yeah. It's, quite, it's quite a brave step, really. Again, like Zelda 2, if you look at the context of, all right, we're going to take it away from Hyrule, we're going to take out the Triforce, which have been in all the other games, and we'll just try something a bit different. But it's a way more successful experiment than Zelda 2 was. Yeah. And I, I loved it. I One thing that's great about it is I think it's got a great sense of atmosphere about it. I, lo- I love the, the wee village you start off in with all the, the people who've got a great wee, you know, they've all got a wee story to them, even if it's just mm. one line. And the whole island seems to have that sort of atmosphere to it, that it does a story to it, yeah. even if it's not a traditional story. There's loads of weird stuff in it, like... Um, Hi. Like, Will Wright's in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, um, and there's, yeah. like, a cro- crocodile with a hat on top yeah, of you and stuff like, like that. Like. And, and it's never explained. Like, no one goes, oh, it's crocodile it's it's sort of just captures the the the, you know the obvious dreamlike nature of the game Um, yeah again like some of the bosses in this one are really smart as well especially like because this is one of the few zelda games that just allows you to jump yeah you get the feather that allows for some like really cool boss battles like Mm. um jumping over the yeah yeah. tendrils as they swing around um and also it's probably the first real foray into something involving music as well yeah. You have to collect the uh, collect instruments. instruments. Hey, right, talking about music, the soundtrack is lovely. Yeah. See the, 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 yeah. that, that little jingle that plays when you first wake up, and then the, the fact that the overworld theme changes when you get the sword for yes. the first time. Mm. Like, stuff like that, it's just, you know, that creates a story just by having a, a, sort of, a really well written soundtrack to it. Mm. Oh, it's really good. And it was an amazingly cool jump he had as well. It was. Somersault, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somersault, yeah, yeah. Aye, those, those the the, the, the side-scrolling bits as well, the, um, the Mario enemies and stuff. You know, those bits were yeah, genuinely yeah. fun as well. And, yeah, and it had better side-scrolling bits than Let's Zelda the two. Aye, like, yeah. Because you actually looked forward to the side-scrolling bits in this because they were fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it's good. It's good. But right. where does it go? Where does it go? <laughs> is it better than Adventure Link? Yeah. Yes. Yes. And is it better than the original Legend of Zelda? Yes, yes, I think so. Is it as good as A Link to the Past? No, no, no it's not. <laughs> no, I don't. I do not agree. Yeah, I think. Uh, oh, you think it's better? No, 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 no. I, I, I... <laughs> That's what you I do... meant. <laughs> you do agree? 
You're getting podcast thought, madness. Uh, I was um, getting ready for a fight there. Okay, uh, so Link's Awakening. Yep. It's in. Okay. Right, we're fucking going for it now. This is it. Starting to move. Talk about right. the CDI ones. Right, everyone. <laughs> hey, we're going to skip the CDI ones, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we'll just stick to the ones that we're matter. We're sticking to only the canon Zelda series. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If it's, if it's not in the Historia, I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, what, oh, what's timeline are we on though? Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ! I was, I, I, I was only, I've, I've got the history. I've read through it and somehow managed to just like gloss over all the timeline stuff yeah. in lieu of just like you know little facts and looking at the art. But for this podcast, I actually started. I looked at like the fact that it splits off into three timelines. And what? <laughs> yeah, no, it makes no, no sense whatsoever. But yeah. Yeah, I, th- I still think even though the Hyrule Historia is a, like a stupid thing for them to do, the the actual if you treat it as like an art book, it's oh, a it's really brilliant. beautiful oh, art book. Beautiful you know, way. I love all the concept art from Skyward Sword yeah. and everything. It's great. All right, here we go. Legend of Zelda: The Ocarina of Time came out in 1998, and anyone who got it for Christmas had the best Christmas ever. Pretty much. Pretty much. I was jealous of all my friends that had this game. Uh, every time I, I had a pal Craig down the road who had this, and I didn't have a console at the time, but every time I saw him, I was like, can we please play Zelda? Because it, it, oh, it was just so amazing just even watching folk play it, you know? Mm. So the N64 was my first console, and I got Ocarina of Time. It was the first game I bought myself, and this was like a year and a half after the game came out, but it was still just as amazing and magical, you know? Uh, oh, an incredible game. I mean, I, I might be a bit controversial saying this, but I think it's probably the first really successful 3D game. Um, I, I, I think Mario 64 is a really good kind of playground with all these different ideas and things, um, but it doesn't push you forward through an adventure like Ocarina of Time does. I, yeah, I, de- I definitely think Nintendo, with N64, between Mario 64 and Ocarina of Time, for me, they invented 3D games with those two games. Yeah. Ocarina, and, and Ocarina of Time was, I, I probably, I will agree with you that in the sense of creating an adventure, Ocarina of Time is just, it's the first game that got it right, and Aye. ever since then, we've been trying to capture that magic again. Mm. I had a really weird like, thing about Ocarina of Time and the Mario 64 Link, even, even though the game I'm about to drop in is... It's not as good as these two games, but it it just holds a special place in my heart for like tying the two together. Is I remember playing Mario sixty four, playing it to death, and yeah, kind of once you, I'd sort of done most of it, I'd certainly finished it. I might have even one hundred and twenty started it by this point, but mm. it, it did just become a bit of a playground, <clears throat> um, rather than something that I was going to replay and go through and get stars and stuff. And I did find myself wanting something with a bit more of a narrative, you know, an adventure to it. Mm. And um, the game that plugged the gap for me was yeah, Mystical Ninja, starring Goman. And I remember playing that. So I wanted something with more adventure in it. Ended up playing that, which has got obviously shocking 3D platforming. <laughs> but I I love the story in that game. And I remember playing that and getting towards the end of that and just going, oh my god, how good is a Zelda game going to be when it comes out? <laughs> like that that was the game that completely primed me. And I didn't even think it would be as good as Ocarina of Time. I couldn't have even imagined that at the time. I just wanted. I was just thinking like, well, if you just took Mystical Ninja starring Goman and put Link in it, yeah, then, then I, got... I'm I'm fully on side. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm well up for that. I've actually still got Royce's copy of Metal Ninja, but it doesn't work with my N64 for some what? reason, so I've not had a chance oh, to play it yet. tragic. It's... I know, I'm dying to play it. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I'm not going to get my N64. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's our favourite moments from Ocarina of Time then? Because I, I think there's a few that come to my mind straight away. It's it's the kind of narrative stuff that 
I really remember it. I mean, the dungeons and bosses and stuff, really great, but um, there, there's just moments that stick with you. Like, the first time you meet Zelda in that game, and it's yeah. just this open courtyard, and how the scene develops th- with the, the music and camera angles, it's that kind of stuff that you could only do in a 3D game. Yeah. And really made the most of it. Um, yeah. I love the whole, see the whole forest temple. Aye. Just that, when, when you first became adult, like, and got into the forest temple with that music, mm-hmm. and I felt like there was, because of the 3D thing, actually, the, the design of the whole world, you got this feeling that it was a real place with a kind of history to it, and the forest yeah. temple was the first, that, that was like, the one that strikes to me, anyways, is the moment that I, I felt like I was in this world and I didn't want to leave it, you know? And I also had an incredible boss as well. And, I'm right in saying that's the boss that doesn't do anything until you look up. No, that's the, uh, the very no. first boss. That's the very, very first boss. It's in the first boss, yeah. Uh, I, I love that. Because that was, yeah. I mean, this, uh, one of the things, this is a kind of key thing to me like about it, but I love the Z target. Yeah. I love how good uh, yeah. and simple and brilliant the target was. In fact, it's one of the things that still sets Zelda games apart is their target system is yeah. brilliant. Do you know about... It's when you go into that first bit, you're like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, it's like, there's nothing here. And you can hear it, you can hear it. Mm. And then you're like, shouldn't sure Abby's like, come on, go on. Look up, you know, shut up, shut up now. Shut up. <laughs> I'm, I'm clever, I'm, I'm clever. And then you look up, and it's just, it's, it's just something else. It's the atmosphere. Um, but my, one of my other favorite bits is you know, when you go into, once you're an adult and you go into, um, it's just it's just called Hyrule, the king. What's the city called? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah that was, that's Castle kind of part of mine. Adult, and it's all kind of, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. there's no music, you just hear the, and the zombies, yeah, zombies you just hear the well, sound effects of the surrounding areas properly. Mm. Shelly. Yeah, I, here's a geeky thing. Let's say about Z targeting. You know why Z targeting works so much better than other targeting systems in other games? Please tell us. Right. It's really geeky, but it's because it goes into widescreen. So you yeah. it, subtly I, you know you're targeted because the game goes into widescreen. No other game does that, and that's why other targeting systems feel so loose. But because the game goes into widescreen, and Zelda games still do that when you target, it, it's obvious that that's you. You're in targeting mode. It's time to yeah. do some action, you know. Uh-huh. And the fighting system, I think, is still my favorite. Like the, the 3D Zelda fighting system, the one that so many people moan about because it's just button bashing. Apparently, it's still my favorite 3D fighting system. Like you know, the, the, a, a collection of really simple moves that all do like what are you know they all function differently. You can hit B to just hit you know take one at you know, one point attack. You can do a jump attack to do two. You can just spin it. You know, it's all it's so yeah. simple but so clever at the same time yeah i think my favorite bit was um when you get the uh free what they call free stones. things yeah <laughs> and um you lift out the master sword for the first time Aye. and then you're adult link see I, somehow i'd completely missed all of that like despite following it pretty much religiously up until release but i somehow managed to miss that you became adult link <laughs> oh just, that must have been an yeah, amazing moment then being absolutely stunned and i think i was in a stunned silence all the way out of the first, you know, all the way out of the town through the bit we just described, back into Hyrule Field. I think I was still just like, <laughs> what? Yeah. And also, like, you can tell, I mean, this might be more me than anyone else, but you know you've got an absolute masterpiece on your hands where when you've got those three stones and you've opened up the door in the Temple of Time and you see the Master Sword in front of you, and obviously I've played other Zelda games, so I know exactly what that is. Yeah. The Master Sword, it's there. There's a light shining on it and the rest of the stairs are in shadow and there's a trail of light slightly off the centre. Not only did I walk up the trail of light rather than just walking straight <laughs> to the sword, mm. but I walked. Yeah. I didn't uh, run. Yeah, that, I could have uh, pushed that, that analogue stick all the way and <laughs> got on with it, but no. I still do that. Yeah. <laughs> I love how even in the 3DS, which is impossible to walk with, you know, I still do it. <laughs> Stuttering along. 
So uh, what we all think about um, one of the biggest probably divisive things about the game is probably Navi. Like in how like, a lot of people right. just hated it out the gate. I like Navi. I, I like Navi. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty patient to be honest. Uh, yeah, I was about to say that. I don't. I mean, I I, I see the joke. Aye. but like I'd be lying if I said the entire time I played the Ocarina of Time, I thought, oh god, this game would be better if Navi wasn't there. Aye. I just so, but, didn't wait, really wait, cross so my mind. You you, you you did want her to leave or you didn't want her to? You've been really confusing tonight, Andy. <laughs> yeah, I just, I didn't, I just, wait, did. so you did like her or didn't like her? I did like her. Well, no, it's what, right, it, yeah. well, not even that. It's just I had no... It just never yeah. really crossed my yeah. mind to, either way. Uh, I, I, only, think, I think the you know, big thing for me that annoyed me was um, when I first played it, I was horrible at it. And mm. uh, the beeping... Laugh at you. The, the beeping when uh, you've only got one heart left, that mm. stuck with me. And... Uh, Playing the game in a big room with my family around, uh, doing different things when I was fucking stuck in a big fish, trying to figure out how to pick up a fish girl and things. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Jabu yeah. Jabu. That's, the, Aye, that's Jabu, a kind of Jabu. rare low point in the game, I'd say. Well, I mean, there's oh. the water temple, which is, you know... Which I've perfect. never had a problem with. I, I, the water temple is the best. The best temple. It, the best temple. Yeah. like all. The, the, I think that's what it is. It's like the water temple and Navi, like, I played them, played the game through, had no problem with it, absolutely loved it, and it's only like since I've had like Twitter or the internet <laughs> that I see other people going like, ah, oh, that Navi, she's really annoying, or like, oh, the water temple's the hardest thing in any game ever. No, like, it, I just did, didn't have that. It's it's only it's only become a thing when I've seen other people talking about it. Before yeah. that, I before I'd seen any of that, that it hadn't even crossed my mind. It was difficult. It's not it's that it, I'm amazing it... at Zelda or anything. <laughs> just, I don't I don't get yeah. it. it, it uh, I think the the big thing with the water temple is that it does test your patience. Um, just shifting the water level the whole time and hmm. going to the pause menu, getting shuffling around your items and things. That that was one of the big things that uh, the 3DS version fixed because there was easier access to. Uh, your inventory and stuff. Um, yeah. But again, it's if you played it at a time, I, I don't think it was really that out of order, you know? Um, no. You were used to kind of having to more. do all that yeah, shit. Yeah. Um, the, the thing, Ocarina of Time, it was my first Zelda, right? And it was also, it's the last Zelda game that I played where, right, do, do you play Zelda games when you go to a dungeon you complete it in one sitting? Do we all do that nowadays? Or do we? Yeah. Right, with Ocarina of Time, that's the last time I remember where I would actually take weeks to complete one dungeon because I'd go in, do a little bit, go back out and explore the world again for a little bit, then go back in, you know? Like that's And the Water Temple was the one I did that the most with because you get to a bit where you get stuck and you're like, you know what, I've still got an entire world to explore, let's go fishing or let's do something, I'll oh, come the back fishing, later. fishing, man. Yeah. God, like, I, one I, day... I spend an entire Sunday come... afternoon once yes. just fishing and Zelda. One day someone is going to come up to me and confront me with exactly how long I spent in that <laughs> fucking fishing minigame. And, yeah. it's, and it, it's it's going to be horrific. Yeah. And, and it's like... funny because but whenever Nintendo have tried to recapture that, like, with Twilight Princess and Zelda, although I know we'll talk about Twilight Princess later, but the fishing in that, they put so much more effort into the fishing minigame, and yeah, I didn't play it as much because it just right. didn't seem as special. But in Ocarina of Time, it's just that little pause and the mood and all that it just it was such a lovely way to spend like a game you know a time playing a game any other moments that we want to talk about before we put it oh, on the list uh, I mean Dark, I, I want to talk links. about how how much I loved how sad it was when you uh, came back as adult Link and 
you went back to your home village and stuff and nobody recognised you. Yeah, because yeah. they're all kids yeah. and you're an adult. Oh Aye. man, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. And but it, just, it doesn't, but it never hit you over the head of it. It never went, oh, no. this is the bit where you're supposed to be sad. Aye. Yeah. You know, so it, did, it did that Nintendo so thing where it's, mm-hmm. has a Nintendo ever really done that where it goes, oh, by the way, this is the part where you're supposed to feel this. It just, I don't know, for, yeah, the, for the a company that apparently at, uh, make games for kids. Yeah, like, Nintendo yeah. are very good at like subtly breaking your heart without you realising it. They just treat you like an actual person. They they (laughs) assume that you're going to be able to feel emotions (laughs) yourself. Yeah, they they, they, they tell their stories through game design rather than cutscene design. Although the cutscenes are still very good as well. But you know what I mean. Yes. (laughs) Also, Ganon is brilliant. Yeah, Ganon is fucking brilliant in that game. Big Jasper Carrot. Big Jasper Carrot himself. First time (laughs) he wasn't a pig. Yeah, I, it was just really cool seeing all that, and I don't know. I love that the whole whole kind of run up the last boss fight, and the last boss fight is spectacular. Yeah, yeah, and the big final fight as well, where it's just you versus you know the giant monster Ganon as well. That yeah. was it, 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 it. The game didn't bottle it. I mean, how many games Aye. do you get rubbish towards the end? But no, Ocarina of Time did. Well, like it had a lot of fun with just being able to explore having real hate in a game as well. You know that last boss when he's mm. when Ganondorf's on the big tower in the middle of the room and mm. all the platforms are crumbling around it. Oh things, you know? god, yeah, yeah. Aye. It's really having fun knowing that it can do stuff with height as well as the rest of the shape of the rooms and things, you know? Uh, yeah. It really is a great 3D game. Mm. So where, where does, does it go? Stack up? Is it right better than? Right, Andy, you, you take us through this. Okay. Is it better than? Zelda 2. Yes. <laughs> yes. The original Zelda game. Yes. yes. Link's Awakening. Yes. yes. Is it better than A Link to the Past? Yes. 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 <laughs> hang on, hang on. Scott was going to say no there. It is. Okay. It is. You agreed? Yes, agreed. Okay. Yes. Agreed. Okay, yeah. so currently, Ocarina of Time is the best Zelda game. <laughs> currently, best Zelda game. Oh, it's all going to go downhill. From here. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? The next one is... Uh, a game that came out on the N64 two years later and it is Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Probably one of the more weird entries in the series. It's like, it's a bit like Adventure of Link in the way that it has a few things they've experimented with and they've never gone back to them. Mm, yeah, no, that's true. Mm. <clears throat> it's, it's got things that no game has gone back to. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's be honest. Like, like, We've done it once. Yeah. Let's just shut that in a hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's any other Zelda game which requires as much concentration to play. Because like, you really have to think about, oh, right, I need to make the most of this time. I can only save it here, or I can get rid of all my items by playing the song. Yeah. You know, it, it's so weird the way it's structured, and yet it works really perfectly. Here's the thing if about we... this game. is Most people you'll see complaining about it online, and again, this kind of falls into the Navi Water Temple thing. Right. I never knew there was any complaints about this game until the internet became a, f- <laughs> a thing that, that, I, that I used. Yeah. You know, I, I, I thought it was a complete masterpiece, flawless all the way through. And people yep. were going like, yeah, but you've only got three days. Did all of these people miss the bit at the start where it goes, <laughs> yeah. oh, if you play right. the Song of Time slowly, it slows the time slows down, down to time. the point yeah. where it's almost completely negligible. Yeah. There's a lot. I, I don't get the. I don't understand why people would moan about a system which. The makes game's the designed more, around that system. Yeah, yeah. Game, it's like it's people talking hindrance, about. Just... Um, like recently, people have some of the Resi Four HD collection reviews have gone up, and people are going, "Yeah, but the controls aren't great because you know it's <laughs> times oh. changed and you can't strafe and stuff." And it's like, <sighs> yes, but you realise that if they did put a strafe into that game, right. it would probably be. It, Really easy. 
Yeah, it wouldn't the be game that game anymore. It'd be a, that. Yeah, it'd be a different game. And um, I'm finding it with Titanfall at the minute, much as I don't want to bring up something like that on the Zelda <laughs> podcast. Um, like, I'm quite good at it and doing quite well. I'm playing it on the PC. I'm using a control pad. Some people have asked me, like, what are you doing that for? That's mental. There's a keyboard and a mouse in front of you. Titanfall is designed for a control pad. Aye. Yeah. Like, it clearly is designed for a control pad. It, you're telling me the PC version's the lead format? Absolutely not. And, yeah, with Majora's Mask, people are going, yeah, but you've got this time limit, so you can't do... No, you can do everything. The game's designed around that time limit. <laughs> yeah. That's the core thing. It's the yeah. one... Yeah. Um, Majora's Mask, I remember following it with such sort of dedication in the magazines when it was first screenshots of Zelda Gaiden it was called at yes. first uh, were showing off with a clock it just it looks so strange and then the very first reveal from uh, I think it was it might, it might have been Space World it could have been E3 I'm not sure and the images came back from it, it with masks and all that and it just looked like this strange other world that I really wanted to explore at that moment and it's so surprising when you realise it came out in Japan six months before it came out here that was like 18 months between Ocarina of Time and Majora's Aye. Mask well, that, that such was, a that, quick turnaround that was the thing with Majora's Mask is that it was done as a kind of bet um, yeah. <laughs> I, well, I think it was A.J. Numa uh, said he wanted to do a 3D Zelda game on the N64 before the Ooh. next Nintendo thing came out and Miyamoto said, well, you've got a year, basically, to make it. And he mm. made Majora's Mask, which is amazing. Yeah. Mm. That explains Tingle quite well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, Tingle. Should we talk about him? Or should we kind of brush over him? <laughs> oh. <laughs> he had pretty much all the other main Zelda games he's, he's, since then. He's got his own game now. He's got his yeah, own well, game. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> we've got to talk about Rosie Rupert Land. It's not canon. It's not in the Historia. Man. Majora's Mask gave me nightmares when I was wee like I, see the the whole end sequence with the giants and all that that's I just, amazing I felt like there was, yeah, yeah I, I felt like there was something really so strange and horrific it wasn't like a obvious horror again it was like Aye. the whole it wasn't obvious heartbreak and awkward time but it wasn't obvious horror in Majora's Mask but there was still this weird unsettling feeling Aye. in my stomach when I played I it because the fucking great moon obvious horror yeah, yeah okay yeah no, <laughs> what, that, that is but what I mean is like I, I was more scared by the idea of these giants these big silent things coming and saving the world mm. than I was by the moon because Aye. the moon was it, that moon was a very obvious threat but uh, the, I think, I think Majora's Mask's Still, probably one of the scariest game with no blood in it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think and the Zelda games has also got. I think it's got some of the deepest mythology in it, even though it was Mm. made so quickly as well. Like that whole. I don't know if you've read that whole article somebody wrote about the tower, uh, the Stonewall Tower theory. Have you read that? No, no. Right. Okay. Basically, it's, I mean, it's just one of these fan theory things, but it's one of those things that they've really looked into the design of all the little, like the statues and everything, and how they go, you know, come together to tell a story of the world. And it's quite frightening when you look at it, some of the imagery um, in Stonewall, which is the kind of undead area, obviously. Yeah, no, Majora's Mask is just a, it's a freaky game, but it's it's better for yeah. it. And also, like the um, my one of my favorite moments in all of Zelda is um. It, that any of the games is the way that it, there's a few puzzles that go across days and yeah. you have to sort of learn where people are mm. and make note of you know like their because it, it's it's a groundhog day thing at the end of the three days it loops back <laughs> and people take the same routes every time and uh, some of the puzzles involve you basically you know manipulating that to your own good but it's all sort of you know the i don't know what the word would be it's kind of um you know the main 
final quest, I suppose. It's not really the last one, but, you know, because you can do it in different order. But the sort of big payoff to these puzzles is there's one where there's these two characters um, who end up getting married on the last day, yeah. just before yeah. the end of the world. Oh, and that man. puzzle is absolutely incredible. And the payoff, even though it is just a little sequence of these two characters getting married, but when you kind of know that in... 10 seconds after you've watched this cutscene, you've got to wind the days back because the world is literally about to end. Yeah. It's absolutely amazing. And yeah. um, it's a really smart puzzle as well because it does involve you balancing things over the three days. It's not something you can just do in one day and be done with it. Like It does involve you actually having to run the whole timeline to do it. Yeah, and again, it requires a huge amount of concentration to do as well. Like, yeah. See, if, if somebody said to you, oh, by the way, there's a Zelda game where you get this book that collects all the NPCs and gives them like little graphs next to them to tell you when you can meet them and talk to them, like you would go, what? That's mental. Like, why would you have that? But with Joe's Mask has it and it works. <laughs> yeah. What's really cool as well is um, I love the bit right at the end where you go into the, the final area where the boss is and it's just that field yeah. with the tree. I still just remember being, again, just like having to just take a moment before I went, Right, okay, let's do this. <laughs> yeah, Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time, they were definitely some of the first, two, two of the first games where I felt like I was playing a part in a story. And so you didn't want to disrupt the story, moment, like like the moment you found the Master Sword and like the moment you went to that field. You didn't want to disrupt the sort of feng shui of that moment, you know? I think it's amazing how we can talk, we've talked about Majora's Mask for like a good five times. We've not even mentioned the masks yet. Yeah, yeah. Like major changes, the Sora mask. <laughs> right. like, okay, oh, so, right, cards on the table, what's, the, what's your favourite mask then? Go on. Go on. Right. Everything. What's yours, Andy? Ross? Um, probably the Zora mask, because it's probably the most horrific when you put it on. <laughs> oh, yeah, the eyes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, fucking, I don't know. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. I barely, barely played Majora's mask, mate. <laughs> no, um... <laughs> I I the I mean, I mean like the thing with the masks in Majora's Mask is that they change the gameplay so much. Mm. Um yeah. it it's kind of becomes more of a kind of platformer in some places, you know. Um and uh I mean that works for the variety of the game and stuff. Um but just just say the bunny ears. That's the best one. Right. <laughs> bunny ears. Get to run faster, bunny ears. Aye. Um, the Oni mask is pretty. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. What, what, what was the sexy woman mask in Ocarina of Time? <laughs> oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> <is. laughs> sexy lady. There is still the mask that gets you to link and do a wee sexy dance. Aye. The dancing mask. That's <laughs> a weird one. That was a mod you had. <laughs> <laughs> Special black market version of the game. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, yeah, the mummy time. Yeah, it was Majora's Mask, I think, it always stuck out. It's just yeah. When he frees, he's just petrified. And that was yeah. me, the game. I love it, kind of. Skull Kid and his loneliness. Mm. Yeah. begins all this, and you think it's quite a. But I think you look at all the games, it just stands out for how the story is. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. yeah. I can't just think of any other games that have dealt with, like, the end of the world as bleakly and matter of factly as. As Majora's Masters, mm. like this game yeah, is a post-apocalypse. It doesn't really affect the game, but like the the atmosphere. If you go back to the main town on the last day in the sort of dying minutes, everyone's just fucking resigned to it. They're all yeah. just stood there, like, well, I guess this is it. Uh, just before we put it on the list, we forgot to mention one of the coolest little bits about Link does somersaults in this. Like he automatically does like cartwheels and somersaults when you jump, and that's never happened again. Huh. 
it's just I remember the first the first time you jump in the game and you did this really cool fucking kung fu <laughs> oh, the little twist, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it was like, oh shit, that's amazing, <laughs> <laughs> and he's, he's never done that since. All right, are we ready? Yeah, here we go. Right. <laughs> it's worth noting as well that like we just talked about Majora's Mask and like we've still not really explained anything about what that game's like. So if you've ever <laughs> played it, like you really should. Uh, it's unique enough that like you kind of don't need any pre-existing Zelda background mm. that one you can right, wait, wait, one on. last sorry one last thing was like a lot of folk moan about how it's only got four dungeons in it right they're the four biggest dungeons in Zelda pretty much yeah. like that uh, the Goron the, the kind of ice tower thing that's a huge dungeon uh, yeah, anyway some of the best dungeons as well anyway let's put it on the list there we go right you ready so is it better than Adventure of Link yep. yes Legend yes. of Zelda yes. yes Link's Awakening yes yes Link to the Past. Yes. No. no. Oh. oh. <laughs> right. Who said yes there? It was me and Andy. Yeah. Aye. Okay. Why isn't it as good as Link to the Past? <sighs> Link to the Past is a classic. Aye. Oh. Aye. It, is, it is very good. Aye. All these games are good. But Link to the Past, though, it's a special game. Right, but we're not being sentimental here. We're being mathematical. What yeah. makes it better than <laughs> Link to the Past? Alright, mathematically. Right. What makes it better? What makes it better? Well, the character designs, classic sprites. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they we, might we, be classic Okay, we don't characters care. We don't in... care about what anybody else thinks about Zelda. This is the definitive list that ignores everything else that's ever been said about Zelda. Yeah. So, I, I think Majora's Mask it kind of puts too much of a twist on things, almost, and it's making the most of the content in there over the three day system and the different masks and things. There's lots of reasons to revisit it. Uh, revisit different sections in it um, and I like the past doesn't force you to do so much kind of that backtracking and things you know uh, it, it's again that's a, a subjective issue but mm. <sighs> it's more just like the, the world and setting and stuff like uh, yeah. there's there's never been anything else like that but I do sort of see your point that like it if someone else was to come in and play the games on this list and want it to play the best one first then I... go down the list Having Majora's Mask at the top of it, for instance, would would I suppose I suppose it might put you off a wee bit because of the amount of concentration. But yeah. in my opinion, that makes it the better game. But I could, yeah, it probably I probably off put it as well. I like the past is kind of what set the classic formula. A lot of them were kind of like first game starts uh, Zelda two did its own. But I like the past is the one that's it's almost that's the seed that classic Zelda. When I think about the perfect dungeon, great design. It's a link to the past. That's mm. where it started. Where it really, when you've got, it's not got an amazing, it's not got a same kind of story as Majora's Mask, but it's still roots of that mythos starts there mm. properly. And I think Majora's Mask is a brilliant offshoot. That's what it is. It is. It's like it is the, the game made in a year. It's the game with its own strand of time. Yeah. I suppose not. No, I, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I know there's there's going to have to be some concessions made yeah. to get this just <laughs> yeah, along, and that does make sense that it 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 is more of like a sort of side one. I mean, I had it Aye. quite high on my list, um, <laughs> yeah. but um, yeah. All right, we'll put it in before a link Oof. to the past. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 I'll, we'll concede there. Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping that like my concession there buys me a bit of bargaining power. <laughs> <later on. laughs> yeah. yeah. If I'm being honest, that's yeah. that's my move here. So there we go. Majora's Mask. Just your weakness, Andy. Oh fuck! I have have <laughs> Scott's gonna play on that. Number one will be Twilight Princess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Speaking. Oh no, it's not that one. Next. Um. <laughs> right after this, this is um. 
Are we doing these as a double or are we doing these singly? I think we should do them together. Yeah, that's what I... I've got them on the list list together. Right, okay. uh, On my list. So, um, (laughs) yeah, uh, the Game Boy Color, it had Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages were released in 2001. Um, Now, the the sort of big thing about these ones is... um, Sort of much like a, a, quite a few other games at the time, um, obviously Pokemon being a main one, is there were two different, two different titles that, um, if played separately and certain things were achieved in each one, you could link them up and link them up, oh. and um, it unlocked features and things in each other, which I've never done. I've never, I've never. Has seen anybody? Yeah. I've completed them both several times. Yeah. Yes, Scott, this is why this is why I picked this roster oh. for this podcast. <laughs> I, was that, I was that guy. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to have to say I've actually not played enough of these games to to know. I mean, I, I watched Scott play a bit of them, but I've not played enough of them myself to. So I'm deferring to Scott's judgment for these games. Like, I, Scott I, I, says, I, I agree know with. very little about the Oracle games as well. I've, I've played hours of it here and then over the years since it came out. You know, but um, I've, I've never been that attached to playing through either of them, so. Mm. Right, Scott, tell us what's good about them then. Um, well, Apart from the big bear with the eight wings. Big bear, oh, big bear, <laughs> uh, Mo- I think it's Moshi the bear. <laughs> Something like that is great. Well, there's quite a few different animal characters. Actually, one of the first that I can think of that most slightly different routes to get places if that would un- unlock a different animal pal. <laughs> so, bits where you had to meet them all with a kangaroo, bear, and the other ones escaped by me. And depending on the routes you took, you'd then only see one of them. So you'd sometimes see a route, you'd think, oh, the bear could get me there. I'll meet him again. You'll, you'll have to hang out with the kangaroo. That's, that's quite sad. I'd hate to never meet that bear again. I know, it's a shame. I always went the bear way. Um, but it was great. You, right. you, you played through Once you completed the game, you got a code. Um, and you put the code into the next game. And it was sometimes, it would cause missions to occur. Sometimes someone would say, oh, go speak to this person, tell them this, and you get so what do you get if when you can beat both of them then? Um, do you unlock any extra bosses or anything like that? Is there yeah. a secret ending? Really? Well, you unlock the ultimate boss. Oh, right, okay. there was an overarching story and the only way to beat the final, final boss is completing both and putting a code in. Right, okay. Um, but you get tons of it, like the big Goron sword and stuff like that. Ah, that so sounds, that is, is it like uh, Resi 2 in that uh, if you complete... It, it, it matters which disc you play first. It doesn't matter which uh, oh, Oracle game, question. which order you play so. them. Mm. No? I think I went with, I think I just went with preference. I think I always went with these first because the idea of time was cooler, but the time's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but what was nice, how both the games did have their, their wee dynamics, so obviously in Oracle of Seasons you controlled seasons, so to begin with, only, I think it's Optima, I think you're wrong. Uh, but how you change the seasons, change the world, opened up new areas, new yeah. dungeons, and then... Yeah, That's the one I've played the most of, that one, uh, seasons. They're nice, they're nice looking. They're mm. Here's actually the interesting thing, but the difference between those and Link's Awakening is even, even though those are still on the Game Boy Color, they introduced scrolling screens, so mm-hmm. they did get puzzles in the areas that were larger than like, one Game Boy screen. So the limitation that Link's Awakening had no longer applied. Uh, yeah. Some places, sorry. I was playing yeah, it this weekend, and there are a lot of places that are limited to one screen. Right. But, I mean, I just remember the first time we went into a big room, and I was like, oh, it does this now. I was quite surprised. I think the biggest problem the game has, it has probably the biggest time buy-in than he's ever to really properly complete it and go through the whole story. So it's essentially complete two games Aye. to then get to it. Yeah, yeah. But unlike the Pokemon games where, like, a lot of the time, if you bought Pokemon Red or Blue, it was only a few minor differences. These were... 
quite separate in how they played, how they were laid mm. out. It wasn't just, oh, that's the same dungeon as this. They were two games, and I think they were developed. I believe I'm right to say it was Capcom. Yeah, it's Capcom. Um, that developed them. I'm trying to remember, they made another game as well, which is really good the same teams. Minish Cap? Yes, Minish Aye. Cap, they did. And it is, it's, I think it just shows that um, that classic Nintendo formula can be replicated. Yeah. But, I mean, Andy, how much? What, what do you think of the games? Like, have you played them? Um, I, I've mainly played Seasons. I've played a bit of Ages. I've got them on the 3DS. Yeah, they're um, good on that as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I played um, Seasons on the Game Boy when it actually came out, but um, when they came out on the 3DS, I thought, right, no, this is the time. They're both convenient now. Um, and played through sort of first couple of hundreds of Seasons, and um, they are they're really similar to Link's Awakening, which we Aye. talked about and said it's a yeah. fantastic game, but there is just something... Uh, mainly in terms of like level design and dungeon design, that isn't quite as smart as mm. um, Link's Awakening. There's not much in it, but um, yeah, there's just the like. Uh, is, wasn't it made by a different team as well? Um, Capcom. Well, it wasn't. Yeah, it was, there was Capcom. Capcom. Yeah, Capcom. So, yeah, right. that's it. Yeah, yeah. Because it wasn't made. I don't know. Made... You just, we just, we just talked about that, Andy. You, <laughs> oh, you just phase out for a second there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Go for a nap. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's um, yeah, it's just it's still a really good game still perfectly playable and the, certainly in seasons the mechanic that I was playing around with yeah it, it does some, some really clever things but um, it's not quite it's not quite as clever as some of the stuff you do just on a dungeon to dungeon basis as uh, Link's Awakening I don't think mm. but I'd say Link's Awakening is more of a when you use this one more of a classic these other two they are good games but mm. I mean I, well I've, I've always thought of those bits in the Zelda game those moments and how they made the Zelda games uh, equated uh, Link to the Past with a Link with Link's Awakening in the same way I've equated the Oracle games with Majora's Mask. They're, they're kind of the order offshoots, you know. And yeah. the earlier games, that that's kind of more central to what Zelda is. So where does it go? Where does it go? Okay. Is it better than the Adventure of Link? Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. Adventure of Link, but yeah, it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> and is it better than Legend of Zelda? I think it is. I think it yeah. is. But is oh. it better than Link's Awakening? No. I do not think so. No. No, no it's not. I'd say good games, but not. Yeah. Okay. Aye. Oracle of Ages slash Seasons. Okay. We are about halfway through now. Yep. Fuck. Right. Okay. <laughs> Next one. This was... is where it gets personal, I think. Yeah. This is where. Yeah, I think this is where it's, this is, this is where this podcast has come from. Next one is Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker on the GameCube. Oh. Yeah. Well, I think we all agree it's. Wait, we all like the art style, don't we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's. Because it's un- you know, cause, cause you know how there are some folk out there that don't like the art style. It's it baffling. Like, yeah. uh, it's, un- it's an unbelievable, like, stance to have. Right? <laughs> I know. I mean, I mean. For, for as good as that game looks, for as old as it is, you know, it's. Yeah, that it stands up. Yeah, yeah I mean. Unbelievably. Even like, if just, you just. Like I mean, I've I've not played the HD version actually, but if you right. emulate the GameCube original, even without doing anything particularly tricky to the emulation, it still looks fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it does. But I mean, the, the the art style criticism came from the fact that like there are some Zelda fans out there who I think they all come from Final Fantasy. These Zelda yeah. game fans, <laughs> um, and there's there's certainly the sort of people who wanted the Hyrule Historia to happen. In, not not, yeah. not the art book, yeah. but like having a having a real story for my growing up video. Game. <laughs> they wanted Link to be this superhero. Uh, yeah, you know, they wanted him to be Cloud Strife, and um, I'm I'm sure that there is a place in the Zelda universe for a game that is that. How, 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 how do Warriors is it soon? Yeah, <laughs> but um, 
man, like, that doesn't necessarily mean that... And it's another one of those amazing Nintendo things as well. Like, Nintendo probably saw the criticism and was just like, well, fuck you, we're going to do it anyway. And, um, surprise, <laughs> they were right. Yeah, um, yeah they were. Like, yeah. you know, usually Nintendo kind of know best. Um, but no, Wind Waker looks amazing. Mm. There's no denying that. And it'll still look amazing by the time. That's yeah, the great aye. thing about... I mean, Ocar- like, we talked about Ocarina at the time. It looked amazing. It does look a little bit... <laughs> like, you know, everyone, like, knows these are, like, graphic triangles. Great game, but I. But Wind Waker is going to look as good as it did mm. it forever. It's always going to be one of those games you look at. Like, a classic piece of Disney animation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always going to look... Brilliant. It's um even more of a testament how good the art style is when you realise that you know it is a it's a three D game. I mean, you look at um something like Castlevania Symphony of the Night, which you know you could play it right now and it, it still looks as good as it did on day right. one. And um Super Mario World or uh more relevant uh a Link to the Past. Like that yeah. game yeah. still looks great now, still plays right now. But you look at a lot of early PS one games. Aye. Like, and I, I you look at, yeah, <laughs> and like even now, like you look at a lot of PS2 games, and like you know, there are exceptions, but a lot of you know, some of the, especially the ones that were gunning for realism. I mean, could you remember when Black was like the best looking thing you'd ever seen? <laughs> seen the mm. PS2 version of that now, it's just a smear <laughs> with a gun stuck on the front. Of it. <laughs> but um, it's a shit stain with a. But even just talking about cell shaded games. Wind Waker looks a lot better than most of those. Yeah, it does. I mean, yeah, yeah there's a couple bit, of It looks better than cell damage, let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> or shocks. Well, I mean, it yeah. even looks better than Jet Set Radio and stuff, you know, so... Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I would say. Aye. Well, no. I, I think I think it's equally as good at Jesse Radio as yeah. what it wanted to do with its art style. Like, well, I mean, you get like when we could, you get the kind of rolling waves of the sea and stuff. They do yeah, really start, kind of clever looks, stuff yeah. with the cell shading, with explosions yeah. and all that as well. Yeah, and they do some really nice effects. But yeah, there's there's not one bit and it looks out of place. Let's put it that way. Yeah, the character design is. Well. Yeah, just, yeah. But it, for me, it's one of the ones that it always reminds me whenever I play it and think about it. It's like a 1980s adventure movie where you know, like those ones, like Never Ending Story, Aye, swashbuckler, like, a yeah. boy, a wee boy goes on a big adventure. And I think even though I know Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, he was was a boy. This one, they really accentuate it. They really push up the fact that this is a young boy. Yeah, who's that, 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 doing all this stuff. The, the difference between. Uh, Aonuma's Link and Miyamoto's Link is it? Aonuma's Link is is a, a boy who's part of a town, whereas Miyamoto's Link was always a loner. He was never a young boy. He's mm. he's a he's a man in a, in a boy's body. Whereas Windmaker was the first time you played as a young boy, and all that aye. comes with you know. Well, like an awkward uh, time, he's like a fucking weirdo, you know. He's... Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> he's, he's have in this village of weird uh, elf guys, <laughs> and aye. then in Windmaker, he's. He's a boy with a granny and a sister, you know. Mm. Yeah, and everybody knows his name and all Aye. that. And uh, yeah, but this was the first Anuma one, wasn't it? Uh, that's the uh, no, well, Majora's Mask was, but this is the first one like completely new because it was you know it's a completely new yeah. engine, new yeah. graphics, mm. okay. com- completely new storyline. Whereas Majora's Mask, you know, followed on directly from Ocarina of Time. So the, uh, yeah, this was this was the first time that Anuma was allowed to use put his stamp entirely on it, mm. and it really shows what mm. a story as well. I mean, yeah. how far. See, I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but at the same time, I can just say the story had a, a few twists in it that I genuinely didn't see coming. Yeah, no, same here. And the really kind of, I was like, shit, yeah. is that what I think it is? Mm. Is this <laughs> what fuck it is? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That, yeah, I mean, that's not worth spoiling. I mean, I know that this podcast, we're talking about the Zelda games in great detail, and it would be perfectly 
relevant of us to actually mention like that sequence that we all mm. know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, but it, yeah. it, it is just worth keeping that quiet oh, yeah. for everyone to experience it themselves because, I mean, it's 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 weird because because of the nature of the games and this was a sort of prehistoria world <laughs> yeah. that we were that you know that bloody book yeah exactly. <laughs> it, was, it was before they'd even tried to sort of put anything to it but um yeah that 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 section where you find right. out what's really going on um i mean it's hinted at in the intro that there is some kind of link to the other games yeah but it was subtle but enough it, yeah. to yeah but that is just a kind. It's 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 a it's a mind blower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's there's so many other great bits of the story as well, like the fact that like they're saying about the like being a wee boy, they really accentuated like the first time. This isn't. I'm I'm not going to say this isn't. But the first time Link beats Ganon, mm-hmm. and he just runs at him, and Ganon just slaps him away. Him yeah. Away. yeah. It's, not even like, it's not even a second thought. It's just a. It's nothing. And I remember playing that and just thinking. <laughs> this, this isn't just like a regular Zelda where like you're constantly building up skills, getting stronger, becoming more of a worry. It's like you, you're you're nothing at that point. Just like Ganon could have just snapped his neck and it'd have been game over. <laughs> and it's only because, as far as the game is, he thinks it's not even worth his time, mm. and that's really heavy. Yeah. Right, we talked a lot about story and stuff like that and style, but see the way the game actually plays, though. How do we feel about that? Because obviously the sailing, yeah, uh, these are things that a lot of people have problems with. Well, um, it's not. So, I mean, I I think the sailing itself is really cool. I mean, I, I love it. Yeah. yeah, like it, not just in terms of like as a gameplay mechanic, but when you sort of take to the open ocean for the first time. It, it it it's a certain fucking atmosphere aye. thing as well, you know. You are just like, oh my god, well, I like am it, on a real adventure. I you know it you know it, especially when you know the, the, with the whole he's now a son, you know he's part of a family, you know yeah. he has a sister yeah. and a grand and stuff like that. Um, just that first moment when you when you leave the island, you travel away. Mm. Yeah, you know you, you are far from home, and that that. Just knowing that that you know you are far from a place where this character does call home, and not just you've walked across the other side of the map, you've travelled to a different land <laughs> by boat. Yeah. It does add a certain um, sort of oomph to the adventure that you know you know you are, and like it plays fine. Yeah, I mean, I think the main thing that we're going to have to discuss in a minute is the elephant in the room, which is the last third of the game. Mm. Sorry, the last quarter. Uh, third well, well, yeah. controversially, uh, I mean, me and Scott are still friends. Uh, still friends, still fans <laughs> of that bit. Like, I don't know. I yeah, like. I, I think because the way I approach it is, I think it is this massive adventure, and it did. I mean, I it's, it's not the most exciting thing to play. But I, I didn't find it was particularly detrimental to my enjoyment at the time. Yeah, I well, like, when Waker was the, was the first Zelda game I played when it came out, and I know how I felt about it then, and. When I played Wind Waker HD, I, I think it might just be my experience with it, but I think that game has dated quite a lot. Um, just with the moments that nothing happens, basically. There's no progression in the story or anything. There's a lot of big, wide moments where there's very little actually happening and there's little to look forward to immediately. Um, but back when I first played it, that it was kind of an exciting thing. You didn't know when things were going to happen. Yeah. And it, it did feel like a real adventure that you had this whole big world that you were never going to see the whole of. Now it feels like they've made so much of the map that you don't care about. 
Yeah. Mm. See, I couldn't shake the fact. I mean, I played it when it came out, and I've I've not been back to the HD one yet. Mm. But I, 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 it literally knocked the wind out of my sails a bit there, because <laughs> I couldn't shake the fact that I just felt like, oh, so there's no more dungeons then. Aye. It it really did just like kick me in the nuts and sort of make me go, okay, that like sort the... of sucks. It, I I I felt deflated when when I realised that that was because at first I thought, oh, maybe it's just a couple. Oh no, this is this is what you do. Aye. I mean, um, it, 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 there's a lot of talk about how there were dungeons cut from the game. Yeah, I couldn't shake that. Yeah, either. knowing that now, it does yeah. it does feel like a big presence in the game that there's cut content. There's this whole scale for the game that the actual events in the game doesn't really explore. Uh, one of the things I like about it, like one of the things that makes the Windmaker special to me, is that I still think it has the best fighting in any Zelda game. Mm, like maybe. the counter system. It's a really good system. The, the, the little musical cues for you hit enemies and stuff like that. Yeah. They've kept that in like since actually. Yeah, they, they have. Yeah, they yeah, have. The but it seemed to work better. I don't know what it was about it, just because of the style and Link's little animations, the way he did mm. little flips and turns and everything. He's we roll around the back. Yeah, stuff like that. Which leads to again, no spoilers most hardcore moment in any Zelda game. <laughs> <laughs> the last interactive thing you do in the game. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's incredible. Aye. Stitch that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's like when you're fighting like the big kind of armoured guys and you've got to slice their armour first. Yeah. Aye. Aye. yeah. Oh, well, that, that, that last cool. boss, I think it's about as an emotional thing as the boss was in MGS3, you know? Yeah, it's, I, I love that's one of my favorite bosses Aye. in history. I can do it drunk under five minutes. <laughs> you can, you can. I've, I've seen him. Brilliant. But it's, it's a great, as good as Ocarina of Time's final boss. It's as good yeah, as mm. yeah. It's a re- it's a really good yeah. conclusion in terms of like the sort of setting and the style of it. Yeah, and everything. You know, it f- it feels quite final. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. When, when, when it feels when important. Me, that's it. Yeah. When maker for me is always the balance of how my heart feels and how my head feels. Like my heart loves it because of the style, because of the story, because of the characters, uh, because of a lot of the dungeons and the fighting and all that. But my head always overtakes me and goes, "Ah, but wait, mm. you know, it, it's got this wrong with it and it's got that Aye. wrong with it." So it's never as good as it should be, but it still is something special that everybody should experience. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's uh, wait, wait, wait. A, komodo, a komodo. Uh, yeah, Ganon's got a komodo and two Aye. two katanas. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, nothing's cooler than Ganon. <laughs> that's definitely the coolest Ganon in all the. But like the, the, the characters Zelda's. in Wind Waker are something that you need to talk about as well. I mean, they're most they're the most fun the pirates, Zelda characters the pirates, have yeah. been. You know, uh, this like, is actually my favorite bit about it, the characters. Yeah, like I mean, how good is Tetra in that game? You know, you yeah, get excited about every time you meet up with the pirates and things. You know, mm. incidental characters as well, like the small guy that runs the ball. <laughs> yeah. the guy the guy who runs the battleships game. Oh, yeah, sploosh. <laughs> It was clearly like a progression of like um, the reason why I love Majora's Mask so much is like 
all the characters in it are kind of their own weird thing, which yeah. the Zelda games before yeah. didn't. There was a lot of like repeated characters and ones yeah. that you just couldn't talk to and stuff like that. Yeah, or they just weren't important. But in Majora's Mask, they were. But it didn't quite work as well in Majora's Mask because they were reusing a lot of assets. Aye. Whereas they've done that again here, but this time everyone is unique and individual. And mm-hmm. again, that's a trait that stayed with the series. Aye. Since then, and it's something that I really love in games. I like it when there's loads of unique characters. Yeah, it's a weird thing. That allows you to capture a pig and come back and visit later. It's a big fucking pig. Aye, yeah, and then eat it. So where's it go? Where does it go? Okay, I'm gonna brace myself for this one. All right. Okay, Adventure of Link. Yes, yes. Yes. Is it better than the original Zelda? Yes. 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 Is it better than Oracle of Ages and Seasons? Yes. Is it better than Link's Awakening? Yes. Yes. Okay. Is it better than Majora's Mask? No. Yes. No. Uh, yes, I'd say. Okay. Well, see, this is where my list sort of diverges, like, because I, I don't think I don't think it's as good as Majora's Mask, but I think it's better than the one that's after Majora's Mask in our list. So, <laughs> yeah, so this is where it's going to get messy. Um, but yeah. we we conceded on Majora's Mask, remember? Yeah. So that's why that's why our lists are going to look weird. Um, Wind, yeah, I can't shake that last that last quarter of it. I, like, I mean, I... every single thing about it is beautiful. Like, it's it's arguably when you're talking about like the style and stuff, it the best of the bunch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and story and this kind of thing. But I think that Majora's Mask is a better game start to finish. Yeah. It's compact and it's more yeah, it's more consistent throughout. And I think that the, the three day time limit might have done it a favour here, especially with the short development process where uh, unlike something like Wind Waker, where they've clearly made an amazing game and then gone, this has to be out in a month, so <laughs> get rid of everything. Yeah. I would say I'm, I'm quite happy to see, I mean, I, I love Wind Waker, but I, I think what you're saying, I mean, I know in the HD collection they've corrected that. That's why I want to see, I want it. to see this. I've heard some people say that they have, but not really. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it doesn't feel that different when you're actually doing it. If you haven't played okay. Wind Waker in a long time, yeah. then you'll have to look up what's different, basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it is a game with a lot of you're not always there's moments where you leave the game, you just put it aside, you make a save, and you think I can't be fucked with that. But and those moments can just encourage you to not play it for a few days basically there's more of those moments in wind waker than there are in a lot of other zelda games i think um but while you're in the more kind of action bits you're in the dungeons and things great dungeons in wind waker that you don't want to leave uh, it's annoying though as well because how long is that bit it's about maybe two and a half hours of gameplay Hmm. if you've shit at it Yeah, yeah but it feels longer yeah but and that's not much in the grand scheme of things but because yeah. it's key to progressing to the story it's it's it is a bit damning yeah and then and then when you put the weight of knowing that especially when how good the dungeons are mm-hmm. you know i mean ross just said he didn't want to leave the dungeons <laughs> um <laughs> you know he went to live with the zombies in the yeah the, the fact that the dungeons in it are so good and knowing that like maybe there was two or three that have gone it's just a bit sad <laughs> yeah, yeah. So right. is it below? Is it, is it below Majora's yeah, Mask? Yeah, below Majora's Mask. I'm happy to. I'm happy I, I'll, to I'll see. It. Yeah. 
I thought that was going to be carnage at that point. We're all very much. Uh, yeah, that was uh, quite nice. We're just talking about how much we love Zelda, so we're all happy. Yeah. <laughs> do, do, do you know what? Do you know what? I think th- that was the ideal thing in my mind. Like, I was like, uh, if I if I'm going to be, you know, if I had an idealistic outcome of this, it would just be a complete Zelda loving. The worst case scenario was like the wall built between England and Scotland. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the still time, though. The still time. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Four Swords Adventures was the next one, um, released on the GameCube in 2004. I feel like I'm yeah. on Kane and Rince doing that little deck. <laughs> um, uh, Wait, who's, play- who's played this then? Uh, Who, I who's, have. I who's have... played it in the ideal setting with the four right. Game Boy Never. Advances? Right. Yeah, Never. Yeah, no, just, we, played it, we played it with three Game Boy Advances, Aye, I've done which, that. Is, which is as close to ideal as you can get like, realistically for Aye. us. But it's still great fun like that. Yeah, yeah. One of the best multiplayer experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, it's great. I love how, I love that mixture of co-op and competitiveness. Where you, can, you all have to work together, but that doesn't stop Scott from throwing me into a pit. <laughs> so good, well, be- as well because you can pick up different items. So stranding people in different places was quite good. Well. <laughs> uh, Four Souls Adventures. I actually played through. I mean, me, Scott, and our pal Mark played a good chunk of it. I'd say about half the game in one sitting one night because it was just we couldn't stop playing because it was that incredible. Uh, I think it does a great job of taking the ingredients of Zelda, but also putting it into a linear experience. Mm. Uh, I, I, I could, I, I can't think of a better ze- multi- way to do a multiplayer Zelda game. Uh, and but then I went and plaqued and played the whole thing from start to finish by myself as well. And even though there was a fiddliness of right, you had got to put the links in various formations or whatever. That, I still played through it because it just felt like I was playing lots and lots of really great 2D Zelda dungeons. Hmm. Uh, and so, and, and with really cool bosses as well, the end is one of my favourite Zelda ending sequences. Um, so that's... that's so I, I, never, not, I, I never finished finish it. it? Yeah, oh, you need to finish it. The, the last boss... Right, shall I spoil it for you? No, no spoilers. No spoilers. Right. Okay. Calm the hand, mate. Okay. <laughs> um, well, okay. Well, you get two last bosses, right? And the, the one you know about. Kill you yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. What? The, okay. The one you know about is great, but there's another one as well. Okay. He's uh, a ghost the whole time. Um. <laughs> and it's your, your daughter. Uh, um. No, that wasn't very good. <laughs> uh, tingle. There's a lot of tingle in this one. Oh, that's encouraging. Um, I've got the <laughs> 3DS one. Aye. That's, that Wait, no, that, that 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 doesn't count. The, the 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 kind of 3DS one, which is a sort of expanded remake of the boat on to link to the past of the Game Boy. Oh Mario. yeah, yeah, because there was four it, it, swords it, it, and there was four swords adventures. Yeah, uh, four, fuck, the, so I am actually going to have to. Yeah, oh, it yeah. doesn't really count because it doesn't really count because I feel that's just a sort of that was just Nintendo experimenting. That was oh, just yeah. Nintendo giving you giving you a couple of dungeons to Capital. play through. Whereas, well. well, yeah, yeah, but whereas four swords adventures to me was an actual Zelda game. But you know, from start to finish, it was it was meant to be part of the series. I had it yeah, did attend the actual story and stuff as well, not like yeah, Force Wars did, you know. Yeah. Imagine they brought it out in the week. I know they really. Like, there's no like everyone has a 3DS or a 2DS now. They could easily Aye. yeah bring it out and it's brilliant. I know. But but there's so many more, ways you could do, to do a sequel to that game that would be brilliant, and there's. Some resistance to actually do that. I don't know quite what it is. I mean, a lot of people yeah. get frustrated at Nintendo not for doing the obvious things the whole time, you know? Um, yeah. But a new Four Swords that you could easily play would be one of the kind of higher things on that list. The yeah. obvious things mm. it could do. Yeah. Um, I mean... Just hate money. I, <laughs> but, like, with the Four Swords, it wasn't just a matter of finding four people with Game Boy Advances, but you also had to have a GameCube... GBA link cable as well for each yeah. thing. Uh, yeah. So bloody hard to set up. 
I only played it on my own, you see, so I didn't get any of this Aye. love that you guys have been banging on for it. It was it was <laughs> decent, but I, I mean, I've clearly missed the point of it. So. Well, the thing is that the, the, that whole idea of uh, you all share the same screen, but then when you go into a little bit, you get your own personal screen. Like that's just brilliant. Aye. I love, you know, let's just Nintendo looking at what they've got and going, oh yeah, fuck it, that's like that. Of course, I mean, it's complete complete sense. Let's just do that. <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant. Um, it's also got I think it's lovely looking like because it takes the 2D you know pixel art style of the Link to the Past and that but it also this is the first time Nintendo went back to doing a 2D Zelda game on a home console after doing a few 3D ones mm. so they used their sort of knowledge of special effects and things like that just to give it that extra sheen Aye. so I think it, I, I just think it looks lovely it has that kind of wind waker all the little smoke trails and Aye. stuff like that those effects well, yeah. again, comparing it to the rest of the Zelda games, it's quite difficult because it's its own kind of little arcade thing. It's I, I kind of think of it in the same way as I think of the Zelda game in Nintendo Land, you know? Um, it's its not trying to bring you into this big adventure. It's just kind of distinct little missions you can go through mm. and stuff, you know? I mean, there's yeah. an attempt at a story and things, but that's not really the focus. It's just a fun kind of arcade game. So it's kind of hard to compare it to things like Ocarina of Time, which I don't... I agree with that. I, just finish it. So where oh, does it go? I promise you, you finish it. Where does okay, it go? here we go. Where does it here go? Adventure yeah. of Link. It's definitely better. Than I, yeah, I've, it's better. Even, I've only it's played better. it how it's not meant to be played, and I think it's better. <laughs> and yeah. I would say as well, it's better than the original Legend of Zelda, despite. I think it is too. Yeah. Okay. I feel bad for Zelda one now. <laughs> um, it, the thing is, though, that one is just purely like time has not been kind. Aye. That, that, that's the situation they have there. It's by no means a bad game. It's yeah. just it's what happens. Well, yeah, it's, I mean. it's not it's a bad game. It's just that Nintendo have gotten better at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know? that's fair. Um, Oracle of Ages of Seasons. I think it's better than them. I'd agree. Yeah. yeah. I've played the way it was kind of four-player, three-player. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But is it better than Link's Awakening? No. no I wouldn't say so. No, it's not. Oh, that's easy. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Four Swords Adventure. Fuck, we're, ne- we are, we're nearly there. Got yeah. five to go, I think. Yeah. Okay, um, one of the more controversial ones. Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess 2006 came out. Oh, I, I, didn't, I thought it was Minish Cap now. All right, okay, Twilight Princess, Twilight Princess. I'm cool with that. Oh, it is actually, yeah. Um, <laughs> the dates are on the wiki I'm looking on are completely wrong. It's called <laughs> that was Minish Cap afterwards. Um, yeah, it's Minish Cap Aye. by Capcom. Yep. Now, is that a Capcom game? Yeah. Yep, yep. They were trusted at this point to do it, um, yeah, and um, and and rightly so because I think Minish Cap's fantastic. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I got, I, I'm, a, I'm a GBA, well, a 3DS ambassador, and that was my first chance. Oh, to play fuck it. I still think that's the worst thing Nintendo have ever done. That. Like that is that's that's their war crime. That I, I got my I got my 3DS on my birthday, August 12th. That was the day that the ambassador program closed. Oh, oh no. I, oh. <laughs> You should have smashed it up and posted it. Because <laughs> um, um, the, th- the thing, just that and because it's not like they gave away stinkers either. Like, I, I know. Yeah. Okay, not Mario like Kart Super made any of those games available elsewhere since. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Minish Cat, one of the things I like about it is that idea of you like the kind of expanded world. You've got this bustling town in the middle of it. Mm. And there's, you, you spend a lot of time there. You, I think you spend more time there than you actually do like on the actual quest itself. Because there's so many little things to do, and there's the, the kinstone system where you you find Aye. little stones and you can link up with other people, and that unlocks bits. I mm. I think that was a Capcom thing that Capcom introduced that sort of RPG element to it. I think on top of the usual Zelda formula. Mm. Uh, 
I don't think it's quite as satisfying to play though as the other yeah as other Zelda games. Well, like a lot of the design is kind of restrictive as well. You're always walking down kind of tight corridors and stuff in that game. Mm. Um, and I mean, I usually love these games where you're a wee guy walking about huge environments and stuff. You know, um, <laughs> where you're like a micro machine or whatever. You know, and I don't know if that's really explored well enough in Minish Cap to compare it to, like, Chibi Rover or something, you know? Um, mm. Which is a bit of a disappointing thing. And uh, you kind of spend a lot of time getting really familiar with different areas of the map, uh, which, you know, works for it and works against it as well, you know? That sometimes you can get a bit bored in one environment, but when you see it in a new scale or whatever, that, that can be a bit more interesting. Um, turning into the Wii Link... It's yeah. kind of feels sometimes it just feels like they're putting you on a slower movement uh, thing, you know. Yeah, they did uh, use that for some really smart puzzles, though. Like, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, wasn't there one later where you could um, you could split him as well? Yeah, yes. No, that was cool. Yeah, it was the, that was the introduction of the four swords from yeah. Four Swords Adventures. Mm. You know, uh, oh yeah, that was that, that opened up some really cool little puzzles where you mm. had to you had to create two or three links and then navigate them all through a kind of dangerous maze at the same time. It was and you know it had a lot of thought to it. Yeah, yeah. I think Capcom, Capcom. This was where the dungeons became sort of digital almost. That idea, you know, people can criticize Zelda for. Or you go into a dungeon, you can't do anything, you find out, you, then you can do the stuff to, to complete a dungeon. Minish Cap has that pretty badly, I'd say, because you go into dungeons and they're fairly dull until you get the item that you Aye. need to get in that dungeon. Um, but there were little specific moments in each dungeon which were great, mm. like the kind of multi-link puzzles and the big rolling barrel thing in the first Aye. dungeon mm. and all that. Yeah, I, I guess that's sort of the because I think this applies to ages and seasons as well. It's like sort of any of the ones that haven't been made by the the core team is like th- this secondary team. Um, certainly, the people behind Minish Cap they are clearly good and they clearly have a handle on what makes Zelda yeah. special. Yeah, they definitely but do. It's moments of genius, not yeah. complete genius. Yeah, yeah. I say the things that Minish Cap does great are the things that Zelda doesn't uh, necessarily need, like the Kinstone stuff and all that, all the little side quests and all that. The, the things it has, the things it does, the things that Minish Cap does great are specific to Minish Cap. They're not the, the overall Zelda moments are not the best in Minish Cap. Mm. Um, but uh, go, going back to the little people thing, actually, <laughs> one of my favorite bits. One of my, one of my favorite bits in it is when you have to find library books, and then when the library books go back onto the shelf, it makes a ladder for you because you're tiny. Hi. It's so cute. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna need to go back and play this one. I've seen you play it. Yeah. I've never. This is one of the ones that can, like, I've, I've just mm. never really had enough time to play it yet. Yeah. Can I go back in time and come part of that ambassador thing? <laughs> no, you can't. Sadly, sadly. not. No. So Nintendo's never going to allow that. Well, maybe in the Wii U soon. Maybe in the Wii U soon. It does have one of the dullest Zelda items ever, Minish Cap, which is it's just a real shame. I mean, you go into this dungeon and most of it's full of dirt, and then you end up finding those bear claw things to dig through the dirt. Mm. But all it means is, oh, it's just... It's, in any other game, it would be a door and a key, but in this game, it's you know, it's just that you have to tunnel through the dark, but it's not even fun. Nice. Is it like a glorified shovel? <laughs> a wee bit, yeah. But um, but then later on, you get the coolest item, which I don't want to talk about, but if you like Link's Awakening's jump, you'll love what you get in Minish Cap. Is that a jump? No, but it's better than that. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you like jumping, you'll no, like... <laughs> no, it's better than that. It's better than that. It's better than that. So where does it go? <laughs> right. Oh, it's got good music as well, actually. For a GBA game, it's got really good music, I think. Is it better than Adventure of Link? 
Uh, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. And Legend of Zelda. I, I, I think uh, it is. Yeah, alright. I'm going to have to defer a lot of this because I've not seen it. Okay. Um, Oracle Ages of Seasons. I think it, I think it is, but I, I, I don't know. I, I'd put it on the same level. So yeah, I was, right. I was literally going to say that. I, I would put it about the same level. Aye. Um, So it's not as good as Four Swords Adventures, we say. No, it's not. Yeah. I don't think it is. I don't. I think Four Swords Adventures, every level in it, uh, is Nintendo really thinking hard mm. and bringing out their best for puzzles and action and all that. Whereas Minish Cap, there are lots of times in it when I'm playing it, I'm just thinking... I really want to turn this off. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a shame because there are other moments where I really love it, you know? So I don't think it's as good as Four Swords Adventures. Okay, okay. That's fair. All right, so Minish Cat. Okay, and now it's Twilight Princess, the weird yes. one that came out on the GameCube on the left and on the Wii on the right. Mm, literally as well. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what version did we all get from me? I got first the Wii version. Yeah, I got the it Wii. Was, yes. I, I, was, I, I was GameCube. I bought the GameCube version. Yeah. Ooh. I know. Still got it as well. Never getting rid of that. That's worth a fortune, that as well. Uh, I know, I know. I'm, I'm planning to retire. Nice <laughs> 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 Um, I, thinking back to Twilight Princess, I think I'm, I've always been a bit unfair about it mm. because I liked I loved it at the time, obviously. I, I blitzed through it in a weekend, pretty much. Uh, I did love playing it. Um, I felt like they were obviously trying to recapture the Ocarina of Time Aye. vibe because a lot of people wanted that from them. So I, I was kind of disappointed they went back to that art style after Wind Windmaker. Yeah. Yeah. And so ever since then, I always thought, oh, yeah, that's the boring one, isn't it? That's the one mm. where they played it safe. And that's the one where the dungeons, like Minish Cap, you know, they became that sort of digital thing where you go in, you can't do anything, you find the item, then you use it, and then you never use the item again. Mm. And, you know, all those criticisms, everybody says it about it. And then I went back and played it recently with Kim's niece, right? And it's it's, it's so good. <laughs> like, I, really? It's so good. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, a minute ago, you were saying exactly what I thought about it, and, and that's <laughs> the reason I've not been back to it since finishing. Yeah, but, uh, that's the reason I don't go back to it, but then playing it with... Uh, she, she's nine years old and she just loves it she loves running about she even likes the wolf bits yeah. she loves fighting as Link she loves riding the horse uh, the, the dungeons are just tricky enough you know she needs mm. a wee bit of help with it but and I thank god actually I really do love the adventuring aspect of this game Aye. like the fact that you know it's, it's that Shadow of the Colossus thing you know you got a big war, world to ride around in uh, the, the soundtrack's really nice and all that uh, so I think I do love it yeah. uh, even though I'm disappointed by it it's a strange one, Twilight Princess. I, I mean, I, I haven't played it since my first playthrough. I mean, I, I, I've started it again and just got nowhere. And mm. I mean, thinking about it, just in with no depth, uh, you kind of do remember a lot of like kind of disappointment with it and stuff. But when you get really specific and remember different sections, like um, when you when you've got the magnetic boots and stuff, um, yeah, and like the. Wild West Town and stuff. There, there's really great I, I moments that in that. Bit. That bit was good. I, yeah, I remember. I remember when Scott texted me about that or phoned me about it. Said, oh, you, you need to play this Wild West <laughs> bit. But the way I was like, the Wild West bit. I, there were standout moments like um, the when you get the kind of spinning ball. Yeah, yeah. That brilliant. It's one of those. It has one use. Yeah. that boss was amazing. Yep. Yeah. But then if you really said, right, tell me another four great boss battles in that game, you'd be like, yeah. Uh, uh, well, I think the bosses in the game are really cinematic and the. I think all the bosses were great fun the first time. What was that boss? There was that. Is that the one with the dragon boss? Right. So there was the dragon. Yeah. There was the the dragon was the sky fortress yeah. boss. 
uh, where you had to use the claw shot, the double claw shot to jump on its back. And, you know, when you even just describing it, you're like, oh, you're jumping a dragon's back. That sounds like the best fucking thing ever. Just number one, top of the list, you know. <laughs> but, but and it was great at the time, but I, I think this was when Twilight Princess, when Zelda, it's, it's weird, Nintendo, for that one moment, they just gave in to the crowd, you know. Yeah. They said, okay, we'll give you the serious-looking Zelda game, and we'll give you the cinematic bits you've been clamouring for, because, you know, you all love the Uncharted and all that kind of crap. I don't know. It may, be, it may yeah. come before Uncharted, but you know what I mean? Uncharted. But you know, what, you know what I mean? That, that there was a... There well, was yeah, it was, it was kind of like a concession, because they were yeah. introducing the Wii, which was yes. such a walk away from the hardcore audience and stuff. So yeah. They had to give them the big, something, which was a Zelda yeah, game that but, was totally predictable, you know? Yeah. But what I mean is, like, all the bosses had that cinematic aspect to it, where when you play them again for the second time, it feels like they're playing themselves a little bit. There's no mm. real... I didn't really feel like I was doing anything. I felt like I was just doing what it was telling me to do. Aye. Uh, but they're more kind like of scripted, I'm, a lot yeah, of them. I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure there's one boss, but it just kind of sits there. It doesn't really do anything to you. You know, it's just like... <laughs> it, yeah, it's like a colossus. You feel kind of bad just hitting Aye. it. But, um, so it's got that cinematic game thing, the kind of Call of Duty slash Uncharted syndrome, where it's amazing to play the first time. All the bosses are incredible the first time, but then when you go back to them, it's actually alright, is that it? It's actually <laughs> yeah. there's not much to it. What do you think about the changes to the combat? You know, you could actually, like, unlock yeah. combat but, options and things, oh, not options, but moves and things, mm-hmm. just like the, the classic AB and maybe a counter yeah. like, oh, you can jab this way and yeah. that. What was cool, I think this was Nintendo being really, really shrewd. They, they, they looked at they caught popularity of games like God of War and all that, where there's endless combos and all and everything. And they went right, okay, we know people like that, but we also it's it's silly that they like that because it's pretty bad. <laughs> so what we'll do is we'll give you a selection of moves, but every one is useful. And we'll only give you, I think it's only seven moves you unlock, but every move in it has a particular purpose. So I think I, I like that aspect to it. No, I missed the last one. Yeah, yeah, I missed the last one. I have a bit of a annoying uh moment with um uh twilight princess as well where um i finished the game and mm. immediately on finishing the game i saved it thinking it would put me back in the world sort of before the last ah. boss but it just gave me a new save file and that meant i never did any of the fishing because <laughs> being oh. such a fan of the fishing in Ocarina of Time, I was just like, I'm just going to fucking save all that, go back and do it at the <laughs> yeah, end yeah. in the kind of end game parts. Yeah. yeah. And I n- I've never done it to this day. Twilight Princess, is, it's got a strange kind of structure to it because it's quite top heavy. Like the, 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 For the first two thirds of the game, you spend a lot more time in the world than the dungeons. You know, there's a mm. lot of world building, there's Aye. a lot of story. Uh, but then the last third is dungeon, 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 dungeon. There's a kind of relentless pace to it. Yeah. Um, which means that I think that even though the dungeons are, uh, they're, they're, again, they're, they're good the first time you do them, uh, I felt like it was sort of lacking the atmosphere that other Zelda games had because of that. It kind of redeemed itself at the very end with the introduction of like the the, the, the boss and all that, but um, I, th- I felt like it was a shame that you were kind of pushed onwards to more dungeons where I really wanted to sit back and relax and in- indulge in the world a little bit. I just felt like it was a shame they went back to that Hyrule again, but they didn't allow me to... You know, they, they, they were kind of constantly pushing you forward. I think it's definitely like the one I need to go back to. Aye. It is worth going back to because yeah. it, there is, there's still something special about it. Um, something it is a forgot. difficult one to stick with though because that is it's got one of the most boring openings of a Zelda game. Uh, yeah, oh really yeah, because that yeah, Twilight Princess was kind of the one where 
even Zelda's like greatest defenders were right. saying stuff like, "Right, so you st- you start with nothing, and then you get yep. the bow and yeah. arrow, or you know, and you've got to do the bloody goat herding for yeah, 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 no, yeah. You've, you've, like, and, you, and you've got to catch a fucking fish." With a- <laughs> fishing rod that isn't even a fishing rod and <laughs> yeah. nobody knew how to use it Aye. and I, like, I don't know anybody who didn't spend hours to try to catch that fucking fish Aye, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you, yeah, do, no, you yeah. do get to pick up a cute dog so that's a good yeah, thing no, yeah, yeah no it does yeah picking up uh, picking up animals Aye. is always good yeah. But yeah, it was definitely the one where like people had started to say things like the Zelda formula needs to be changed completely mm. oh yeah yeah okay where does it go <laughs> Adventure of Link Sorry. Yes. yes Sorry, yeah. Adventure of Link. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, is it better than Legend of Zelda? I think it is. I think it is. I yeah, think it is. All right. I, uh, yeah, yeah, is I do it... like that game, despite what I remember. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, is like, Adventure of Link, is, it's not a shiter by yeah. any measure. It's just not that good. Right. <laughs> um, Oracle of Ages and Seasons. I think it's better. Yeah. yeah. Minish Cap. Yep. Yeah, I think it's better. Four Swords Adventures. Yeah. I think it's better than I that. I think it's better than that. But Link's Awakening. No. 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 Yeah, I'll say no. <laughs> Just because I don't really have much of an argument. You know, it's been so long since I played yeah. Twilight Princess. And it's, yeah. it's difficult to really think about how good a game that is start to finish. Mm. Well, it's well, too late now because we've just I, put it on, the me- on the list. <laughs> yeah. Carved into style. Yeah. <laughs> right, four more I'm to go. Like that lad from the Manic Street preaches by the end of this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right, the next one is on the DS. It was Legend of Zelda Phantom Hourglass. Yeah. Oh dear. Oh, so, someone, someone is remembering that dungeon. Uh, then. Uh, <laughs> I see if it wasn't for that dungeon, the Phantom Hourglass would be a much better game. Yeah, I completely yeah. agree. And that's, I, that's a real shame. I see what they were trying to do, <laughs> but it, yeah, it's, yeah. it's just, it's, it's, it, it's not it, great it, the first time you have to do it. Never yeah. mind the like tenth, uh, yeah. But well, whatever uh, folks said to me, oh, but you can do it quicker the second time. No, you can't. It's still, <laughs> it's still a huge chunk of time. Uh, still to do. Yeah. Well, like yeah. beyond that central dungeon, I think Phantom Hourglass suffers from a lot of the things that were, you know, an issue in Wind Waker, but they're worse on the DS. Um, like the the open world maps, sailing just wasn't that much fun on Phantom Hourglass. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's something about having it from good, that yeah. perspective. Yeah, doesn't make it like cause, I mean, it's not the greatest mechanic in the world, but when you when you you know you can just lean the camera back and see the open sea. Aye, but like yeah. gives you even, a certain something. But I like, even just with the time it came out with Wind Waker, uh, kind of open world games were a new thing. Grand Theft Auto Three hadn't been out that long and stuff, you mm. know, and having a big vehicle you could roam about this huge world and that was an exciting thing. By the time Phantom Hourglass came in, I couldn't give a shit, you know. <laughs> I thought one of the things was just, I, I don't know what it was, I just didn't feel like you were moving anywhere. Mm. Like, it felt like so slow, and Aye. then you just suddenly appeared next to an island, you're like, oh fuck, yeah. well, it was actually moving there, you know. But there wasn't that kind I of really space. enjoyed it. No, yeah, right, no, but that's yeah, the thing. It was, it was a good game, like, it was one of the first games I remember, I mean, it looked good yeah. on the DS. Yeah. And I actually had quite good touch control. You it did, it did. But it is love it or hate it, those touch controls. Aye. Like, I know well, people like, who there, there was, like, interesting things with the DS system as well, like, there was parts where you had to actually close the DS and things, that was yeah. kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And, oh. oh. I was pulling my hair out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what the fuck am I meant to be doing? I close it over in desperation to be noise. Aye. You know, like, 
Stuff like drawing on the maps and all that was pretty cool. Aye. Like, uh, uh, and the puzzles that made use of that, like, they could really go, okay, remember this, and you're like, okay, I can't, because I can actually write it down now. Uh, what else? Yeah, I love the touch control. Oh, I, I like the touch controls. Uh, there was, the, the, I like, there was a little twist on some classic items, like the the grappling Aye. hook from Wind Waker. You could also tie it between two posts and kind of catapult yourself around. Mm. I thought that that was really cool, you know? Yeah. Being able to like draw a route for the boomerang and stuff, that was really cool oh, as well. Oh, yeah, that was really yeah, smart. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that had like, some great puzzles attached yeah. to it as well. That. Yeah, when you start talking stuff like that, you start realising how fucking clever Nintendo are. Like, oh, yeah. You go, oh, of course, the DS makes complete sense. Of course Zelda works on it, because yeah. Nintendo are fucking geniuses. It was the first Zelda game where you could a really stunning cock as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's not gloss over that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it feels like it's um, a Zelda game. I mean, the, the dungeon that caused everyone so much grief. Um, it feels like it was the first Zelda game as a reaction to all these people saying the Zelda formula is stale as fuck and needs mm. to be changed. So they've gone, all right, well now we'll have this central dungeon where you've got to keep coming back to it. It was, it just felt like an experiment, much like Venture of Link. You know, they they try yeah. to change change it up a bit, and it wasn't quite that successful. Aye. That's that's how it feels. But it, did, it is a shame it, did... because it is it, again, it's like it's the Wind Waker thing. It's there is this unavoidable part of the game that mm-hmm. isn't great. Um, well, I, I mean, it's another thing with just like handheld games and stuff as well, because they're constantly dealing with the capacity of the format. Yeah. Uh, they've got to kind of find ways to lengthen it, so they've got to make you go back a bit too much. <laughs> um, oh, I was I had something really good to say, and I forget now. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> probably a spoiler. Uh, oh, yeah, probably is actually. <laughs> What was I gonna say? Oh, I was gonna fucking say something really good there. I'm done. I'll, I'll, I'll try and remember. I'm sure I was gonna stick up for the game. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure I was gonna. Oh, I was definitely. I was definitely gonna stick up for it. No, I don't. Right. Ah, that was it. Uh, did anybody play the multiplayer? No. The, the, there's a multiplayer in it. It was the first Zelda. Well, the first handheld Zelda game that had a. In fact, no, it wasn't even that. But no, it had a really <laughs> weird. No, it was a. It was a competitive multiplayer mode in it. It wasn't like a teamwork thing, right? But oh it, yes. Yeah. Yes, right. And and you like this, Ross? It's pretty much a multiplayer version of Metal Gear Solid. Is it though? Because what one of you goes, one of you goes snake Aye. or link. You have to sneak around. Oh, and pick I things did up, play this. Right? Yeah, and the, the other, little... and the other person plays all the guards. Yeah. So you give all, all you right. give all the guards patrol routes, and the, and when the guards see Link, they react like Metal Gear Solid guards. You know, they'll chase him and right. try and get him. It, it's really, it was really cool. I liked. Uh, it was it was quite quick, but it also had a bit sort of a bit of tactics to it as well. You know, the various items would do different things and. It was like a risk reward there and stuff. It was just Nintendo being. It was like they just threw it in for the sake yeah, of it. And but that was hardly the thing. Any... It, it was a bit like once you'd sat down and played it with one mate, you were like, okay, yeah, and that's yeah, it. it you know, it's, that. it's not something you're going to go back to night after night. <laughs> no, no. But I, I generally, I, I had a lot of fun playing that multiplayer mode with my brothers at Christmas time that year. Uh, so that's uh, that's good. <laughs> Where does it go? Where does it go though? Where does it go? Okay, above Adventure of Link. Yeah. Yes. Above Legend of Zelda. Wait, I think it does. Yeah. I'd say no, actually. Oh, yeah. right, okay. Why doesn't it? I, I, it's, it's it's a difficult one to argue because it is such a subjective thing, you know? Um, yeah. But Zelda 1, it's a fun game, the central core of it, you know? Um, mm. And Phantom Hourglass, there's just a lot of mechanics that work against it and things. 
I I I liked playing around with the combat initially, and then I just wished that I could play it with buttons after a while. You know. Yeah, I think um the central dungeon and the sailing. I mean, yeah. I own on my list without giving too much. I only just had it above. Legend of Zelda. Right. Yeah, me too. Me but too. I would be willing to concede it now. I've sort of talked about it a bit. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I do really like Zelda that? one, and I don't have fond memories of Fat Mario Glass, so I'd feel like I was kind of lying if I'd said that it was better than Zelda okay. one. Right. Uh, that sounds like I a strong. Yeah. Okay, we'll leave it beneath Legend of Zelda then. Okay. Yeah. Phantom Hourglass. Okay, we're in the final three now. Yep. Next one, also a. DS game, and it was uh, Spirit Tracks, came out two years later in 2009. Uh, right, I'm just going to be honest, uh, I've not played this one. Neither however, have I. However, I've, he- I've heard it's pretty much exactly the same as Phantom Hourglass, but it doesn't have that dungeon in it, so I put it one space above Phantom Hourglass <laughs> in my list, even though I've not played it. So, who's, who's played so that's it? what I'm going to say. I played Who a bit of it? it, I never finished it. And... I've uh, played some of it, um, I've fun of my... Like that boat, no, 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 no. Yeah. The thing is, the Skyward Sword is a lot of it, 
but in fact, like most of the game is some of the best stuff that Zelda's ever done. Mm. But the things I don't like about the game are just so annoying and so nagging um, that I just I don't even want to play it again. Almost, you know, uh, even though I love some of the stuff so much. I mean, that last dungeon I think is the best yeah. thing Nintendo's ever done. Yeah, the last dungeon is it's it, so uh, it's it, so incredible. Yeah, I mean, it divides everything that makes Zelda work into different rooms, and it's those different rooms are the best those things in Zelda have ever been. Yeah. But there's just, like, the the open world and things I don't find interesting in Skyward Sword, because it's, it's, none of the areas are connected, there's no physical world, there's just this menu of different levels to access and things, uh, and that makes when it... When you're in those bits, though, they're so good. Yeah. Well, that's... Like the the little worlds like inside them, are, like, yeah, like yeah, they're, yeah. they're su- such an amazing. Like the bit where I mean, minor spoilers, but when you um you go to the forest for the first time, you like you can look up all the way up that tree, and there's mm-hmm. there's stuff going on, and then yeah. later on you go back to it, and the whole thing's been flooded, yeah. and it's just like they it's like they've literally just poured water into the level. It's you know you can stand on the tree, which is now you know basically yeah, at surface well, level, and you can look down and see the entire map aye. submerged. Yeah, but like I mean, it looks fantastic and stuff but like by the third time i had to go back to these areas i was sick of them i, I wanted a more expansive world that uh you know carry this long game see i didn't feel like it was that bad because i felt like you went back to areas but those areas were merely routes to yeah. other parts you hadn't seen it was before. really dense like, like I, I just i guess I, we went back to the forest but you didn't actually spend much time there you went into the, the kind of water part of it Aye. and then you went back to you went back to the, the desert but instead of going to the bit you've been to already you go to this massive sea which was I love that whole moment, you know, that that, that whole... The, the, you know, uh, the orb with the desert sea thing, yeah, that was great. Yeah, but, like, it was just so good. You know, just kind of sitting there waiting for you to just explore. Aye, but that uh, fucking volcano with the stealth bit, I fucking hate oh, that. Oh, yeah. I still... I think it's a... a we've, we've had... I know you say that the exact same thing has been in Tony Hawk's Underground Aye. too, but... <laughs> <laughs> I need to see it to believe that, but... I didn't no, mind right. that so much. Like, I yeah. know that exact bit, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit where Tony Hawk picks up a hookshot and... <laughs> There's a bit in Moscow in Tony Hawk's Underground that is exactly the same as fucking... Uh, bit on the volcano and oh. Zel- Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword, honestly. Uh, I think um, um, Tony Hawk's Underground 2 was the game... That I imported my face for on off uh, there, yeah. like being I the only that. person I, in the world. I, no, I did that as well. Oh, did, did it make one. you yeah. look like a Burns victim? Yeah, yeah, it just yeah. made me look like I had a face of three uh, pixels. No, so. it, 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 it made me look like I was. Well, it made me look like I had a birthmark. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think the biggest divisive thing for me. I like Skyward Sword. I don't. I wouldn't take it into the bedroom like does. I know what he's going to talk about. <laughs> he's going to talk about the elephant in the room here. Yes. There we go. Plus controls, and they're, they're not. I'm not. They're not bad. Actually, yeah. Twilight Princess. I preferred to like Twilight Princess was just waggling. Yeah. And well, the the thing with but, the Skyward Sword's controls is that they make sense internally, but they're not one to one. You know, you have to get used to the limits of where you have to be holding the Wiimote, yeah. the angles and things. Um, you have to learn that. And like comparing that to how they've done the sword stuff in Nintendo Land's Zelda bit, where it is a real one-to-one thing where it doesn't matter how quickly you, or how dramatically you move the thing. It always knows mm. where it is. There's a lot of kind of limitations you have to kind of reset mm. to a default position a lot of the time in Skyward I, Sword. 
But like once you understand that, it works fantastically. And there's yeah, some yeah. Once, really you, once great you've got your things. head around what you can get away with, it's just I, I love how it. You have to keep your head even in like so yeah. like you've you've messed up a few times. You're attacking this enemy. The heart things beeping away in the background, and you can't afford to just wail on it. Aye. Like, yeah. You still have to like keep your head under it. And I yeah, like that that, that, really that kind of Dark Souls um, yeah. stamina thing really worked really well to I, I, make I, I, that I sequence it... a lot lot more lot more interesting yeah. and like um, the kind of platforming as well uh, trying to climb up hills and things that there was a lot of interest in just mm. what you could do with the stamina yeah you think honestly though you think it's say for example they said right we'll figure out a version where you can play it with two pads and remove motion controls it'll all work like it would say more like a, a wind waker style combat mm. you think that would be you like it more you like it i would like I it, it less i think i really like it less i really like i think i like it less it's actually so big in when you get so into it, it controls make sense. It's, that improves it. It's not so much that the, right, the controls do make sense, but it's not so much that as that the game makes the controls make Aye. sense. Like the the, t- the type of enemies you fight make every fight into like a sort of puzzle. Yeah. Um. I, I've never felt more in a game that I was actually holding a sword than the Skyward Sword. Mm. I felt like instead of it being this weightless thing that you use to just, as you say, wail on enemies, like, really quickly. Not saying that's a bad thing, because I love, you know, revengeance and all that, but this was the first time I felt like I had a heavy thing in my hand, which you had to really think, okay, I'm going to cut this way, I'm going to cut that way. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I, I really thought that that... that, that, But that's just one aspect of the controls, though, because every item in the game uses motion controls to some... You know, I I love that. I I know how a lot of people... see that as a kind of irritation but as I looked at it as every item was its own minigame what I love about own... it as well is the fact that yeah. they use the motion controls to not only create new items but give all the old ones a new spin on it mm. like yeah. the, um, the, the ability to spit a bold the... bombs yeah. with the underarm yeah. I have just yeah. so satisfying when Aye. you nailed one of those um, not only that it's like Skyward Sword's got the best sword in games for me but it's also got the best bow and arrow ever like no, they agree with me there, but uh, I think it's amazing. <laughs> it's that, I, I, you know, I think it's amazing how you know you, you aim, pull back, shoot, Aye. and it's yeah. just so satisfying. Yeah. And again, Nintendo are very clever. You know, like the Z target and going in the widescreen thing. When you pull back with the bow and arrow, it zooms in slightly, so you know. Mm. Like, I, you're I ready think to like shoot. that bow and arrow actually was like one of the few times where the physical connection between the nunchuck and the Wii remote actually made sense because it gave yeah, you yeah. a real yeah. uh, kind of limit to how far you could pull it. Uh, you know it's cool as well. You know it's cool as well. It, because Skyward Sword doesn't use the pointer, you can hold the Wii Remote like you would hold a bow and arrow, like aye, upright, and yeah. do it, like, and still aim because it uses motion plus to aim. Aye, oh, aye. so clever, so clever. Uh, and some great boss fights as well. Fantastic. Um, aye. Yeah. Although you have Actually, to start I think one. It's got some of the best boss fights in all of Zelda, yep. just because again, you, yeah, it they're, does. They're so like the the ones in. Um, in uh, something like Link to the Past are all amazing and really memorable and the ones in Ocarina of Time again the same they're all amazing memorable bosses but I feel from that point onwards regardless of what platform they were on they were kind of iterations of those bosses Yeah. whereas uh, I the, think, the I motion think... plus kind of changed things up Aye. a little bit and made you it, it, it took those sort of like in you know the puzzles that you were trying to solve when you were fighting an enemy like oh do I have to slash horizontally or vertically it took those to like not just an extreme, but also through in really interesting choices of items and stuff to use. Yeah. Well, like, I think Skyward Source bosses were maybe the only ones that I wanted to play outside of the actual game, you know? I, I wish there was, like, a 
boss mode you could go into and just there is play. there is there is, there is the boss rush mode I don't yeah, know that boss rush, that's, that, that's, that's, that's how you get the hellion shield yeah oh, right, right. Been granted. Okay. that was like my proudest gaming moment was getting the hellion shield in hard mode oh, on yeah. in, in skyward sword like, it's not easy to do because yeah, you yeah, do basically but, have to do every boss without curing don't you? yeah yeah you have to, you have to do eight <laughs> bosses without any hearts without any curing at all it's it's really difficult, <laughs> and, and it's like one of the few times I've actually been good enough at a game to do something like achieve. Anyway, I love Skyward Sword. I love it so much. Uh, the soundtrack's incredible. Mm. The soundtrack is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It also still... has the best, in my opinion, the best supporting cast of characters ever. The legend yeah. of Groose. Yeah, Groose. <laughs> Groose. Yeah, yeah. Groose is amazing. Yeah. Well, uh, like, Zelda, Zelda. Yeah, Zelda is a really likable character in that game as well. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the old women, Empire, all that. G- yeah. Good body as well. The really Aye. good body. Yeah. Oh yeah. I yeah, yeah. Really was good. a right arsehole as well. <laughs> yeah. He's the biggest arsehole in this. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's he a bit of a dick. And that fucking gigantic thing that shows up as well. You have to fight that three times. Oh, the imprisoned. Yeah, the imprisoned. Yeah, that's oh, right. right. I think that's the only, the only negative thing when I was playing it again. The only bit that irritated me in my entire playthrough of it was having to fight him more than once. <laughs> yeah. But even then, when I think about it, the last time was dead good fun because mm. you had the. The big cannonball thing and yeah. all that—that that was Aye. really cool. Yeah, it was Groose's um big moment. That. Yeah, yeah. Ah, see, Skyward Sword. It's, I think it's a it's a lesson to other game makers. This is how you do adventure, right? This is how you. This it's got a great feeling to it. That feeling of isolation, but at the same time being part of something bigger. It's got a really. I think it's got a really lovely looking world, which has mm. got history to it. It's got great items, great fighting. I can't fault it really. It also probably stuck it up one of those people who. Only a few years ago, we're giving it all like, oh, the Zelda formula needs changing entirely, yeah. or it's doomed. Because what they did there is they changed the items. You know, they took motion control and put it in there, but the core formula, it's yeah. do all the dungeons, beat the last boss. You know, that, that's that's still what it, they haven't changed that. Yeah. But they still managed to make it seem completely fresh. So yeah. it turns out the Zelda formula does still work. <laughs> Where does it go on the list? <laughs> this is gonna. This, I think this is gonna be arguments here. Oh, yeah, this might be it. Yeah. Uh, Adventure of Link. Yeah. Yes, Bill. Yes. Yep. Phantom Hourglass. Yeah. Yes. Spirit yes. Tracks. Yep. Yes. Legend of Zelda. Yep. Yes. Oracle of Ages and Seasons. Yep. Yes. Minish Cap. Yep. Yes. Four Swords Adventures. Yeah. Yes. Twilight Princess. Yep. Yes. Link's Awakening. Yes. Yep. Yes. Wind Waker. Yes. 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 Oh, right. It's three yeses to one no, but we'll let Scott say why. I know I'm going to lose. <laughs> <For me. laughs> well, yeah, this is just more of a sort of courtesy. I mean, Wind Waker, I think for me, like, I know we're kind of like, it's kind of critical. Wind Waker means a lot to me as a game. I kind of, as an experience, it was my life when I played it. It was a game I traded a, play- a PlayStation 2 in, which is the worst decision <laughs> in gaming. Um, but it was just how it felt to be Wee Boy on this video. Do you know what I mean? When I played it recently, I noticed that right at the beginning, recently, when the grand, like, given Linky's costume, she was crying. Her shoulders are shaking. She's letting go. She's, she's lost, possibly, her granddaughter. She's possibly about to lose her mm. grandson as well. And it just, when I was younger, I didn't really get it. didn't really notice it. Playing it now, and I think, this is actually, it's not just a Wee Boy going this adventure where he could die. He could be leaving this wee woman just to make potions on her own. Aye. But I understand that it's three against one. <laughs> but like, I, but... even with that, like some of the best stuff in Skyward Sword is the kind of narrative stuff and mm, how yeah. attached you feel to each character and oh, the, what's um, happening to them. The what's it called? The thing that you can do, the checklist <laughs> of uh, people. 
the good deed thing. Oh, I, I, I've forgotten yeah. what it's called though in the game. Yeah, like, you're trying to help the devil. Yeah, yeah. that's really. That, I mean, that's help really the devil. Weird. Was that no euphemism for having a wank? Yeah. <laughs> but it's um, that, that's really cool as well, and it, it adds lots yeah. of really interesting things to the characters yeah. and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but my favourite one is one of um, Groose's mates. Two kids he bullies to hang around. Aye. One of oh, them is this just, the, the love letter? just fucks off and lives on an island collecting Oh, bugs. yeah, the, bu- the bug island. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And he just goes, all right, that's me done. I'm, I'm leaving society. Yeah. I've finished school. I'm just going to go live on this island in the middle of nowhere. What a fucking yeah. hero, man. Yeah, he is. He is a hero. A hero to his own. <laughs> uh, I, I, I think Scott put up a really brave defence there. Of, yeah. I just I, think I a lot of think... the stuff he said is also in Skyward Sword. Yep. Yeah, I think yeah, it does. I think it is as well. I think Skyward Sword beats Majora's Mask. Uh, sorry, uh, Wind Waker. Wind Waker. But does it beat Majora's Mask? I, I, well, on my I'd original say, yeah. list it didn't, but knowing what's above Majora's Mask on this list, I think it, yes. Yeah. You know, I'm in exactly the same boat on that. Yeah. So I'm so, going to say yes just now. Me yeah. too. Yeah. But is it as good as A Link to the Past? Again, on my list, it is. <laughs> yes, it is higher. I'd it is say higher. no. Oh, why? <laughs> Scott, you're not eliminated because you did think oh, no, it was going to say no. Yeah, you're allowed to say on the list. I don't know. The thing is, you've all been putting forward as a really good argument to Skyward Sword. I always like, like a good picture. <laughs> <laughs> Based on what you would say, I would say, I would, I would All right. Skyward Sword. Well, the, the big thing with Skyward Sword for me is that it does have these distinct areas that aren't connected, and that takes away from the sense of a, a world, which, I mean, it's such a minor thing on paper, but in the sense of actually playing it and exploring the whole thing, it does make a big impact to me personally, at least, you know? Um but I think f- when you're looking at the Zelda bigger picture, as much as I don't want to, because I know where it is in my list, <laughs> it might be better served below A Link to the Past. Yeah. Because A Link to the Past is kind of like the perfect Oof. example of that type, the top-down mm. Zelda game. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll, There's, there's yeah, a I'll, lot of big moments in Skyward I'll, Sword that I really don't like, and I can't say that for A Link to the Past. I think that's a really consistent, great game. Um. There's just so many bits I just don't want to ever play again in Skyward Sword. Right. All right. See, but my problem is that I'm thinking right now how much I really do want to play the whole game again, even though I've played it through Aye. twice. And maybe maybe I'm just too personally attached to it, but I do think the Nintendo pulled a blinder with it. They really pushed... It was a fantastic game, absolutely. But yeah. Pushed themselves to... Well, I mean, even even if it's below Ocarina of Time and Link to the Past, yeah, that's, it's that's, still above. That's quite a yeah, high praise, I know. Like. I think I think the thing about Skyward Sword, though, for me, even if we're going to leave it belonging to the past, for me, Skyward Sword represents the moment the Nintendo reclaimed Zelda from its critics. Yeah, I mean, mm. from from all the people who got tired of Twilight Princess and and all that, I think Skyward Sword was when they stopped trying to remake Ocarina of Time. I, I mean, I mean, it made everything relevant again, but not in a contemporary yeah. way. It introduced new ideas that were better than what everybody yeah. else was doing. Yeah, it did. Yeah, I think Skyward Sword represents an important moment for Nintendo. It was with Nintendo. Uh, Really cemented what makes them better than everyone else. <laughs> mm. uh, that's 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 what Skyward Sword is to me. Yeah. That's why I think it should be above Link to the Past. But I, I will I, I will allow it to be below. I do as well, but I, yeah. I, I think at the as it stands at the minute, the two games above it are Ocarina of Time and a Link to yeah. the Past, which are the best okay. two weeks. Like I'd say that 
you know, in in the eyes of people who'd be who could use this list, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, if you were going in on the Zelda series, telling someone, right, here's Oca- here's Ocarina of Time, here's a link to the past, see in a couple of months, yeah, like from there on in, if the next best game they play is Skyward Sword, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah, okay, I think yeah. Skyward Sword kind of loses something without the, no, ha- knowing Zelda because you, you feel that. You know, they've changed it, but kept the core of what makes Zelda so special. You wouldn't mm. see some of that without playing. Well, I mean, again, it's also that it's a it's a prequel to a lot of the Zelda games as well. So it's yeah, well, trying I mean, to if, if you if you pay attention slate, to those please. things, yeah, <laughs> right, right. yeah. Go, go and read Historia. Historia. <laughs> All right, last one before we can end this ordeal. Um, it is last year's Zelda game. Legends of Zelda: Link Between Worlds on the Nintendo 3DS. Fucking brilliant! Yeah. <laughs> was, anyone, was anyone else expecting to hate it? I wasn't expecting to hate it. I, I wasn't I expecting was to hate it. Expecting it to be a bit like the um, Spirit Tracks and. Um, I think Final this Heart is the Link. same. I think this is the same for everyone. Went through the same. They saw the first trailer and I, went, "Oh, that's nice." This will be is a fun thing. Is that it? I saw the first no, trailer really and lost my mind. <laughs> no, no, I mean, yeah, it, it looked. No, I'm not. No one is denying it looked great. Like it just looked like it was unneeded or somehow mm. not special. It, it felt and like then, the new Super Mario Brothers of Zelda, and then it totally wasn't. That's fair. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Yeah, yeah. And then, it, but uh, yeah, but it, oh, I can't get over how good like the two models <laughs> ended so up being. Good. It's actually a really good sort of um, analogy for the Zelda series. Like, yes, we all went into it thinking, oh, is this going to be the you know, the Mario 3D land, or uh, no, sorry, yeah. Super Mario Brothers yeah. of the Zelda, you know, perfectly good game, yeah. but just yeah. not as good as, like, Lacking the identity quote-unquote and... main series yeah. games. Yeah. But, Super Mario Galaxy, yeah. <laughs> but no, this is it, it's, uh, it, is, yeah. it is, it's a Zelda game. Aye. And, and it's one of the best. It's as good as, you know, it's as good as yeah. all the other Zelda games. Yeah. I, I, what I like about it was, uh, they really thought about structure, they really thought about mm-hmm. puzzles, they really thought about action, they really thought about the soundtrack because Aye. it's fucking oh. immense. Uh, have you been to the see the wee guitar guy? Yeah, and the, and the oh, yeah. Eye. That, like genuinely. I know I made that video and it was a bit of a joke with me sort of crying <laughs> listening to right, but I genuinely did feel a little lump in my throat Aye. the first time I did yeah. that. It was just the, I, the ending of this game gave me a lump in my throat. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that milk bar is that milk bar is so brilliant as well, though, because it's yeah, it's a place for all these old warriors and things, and you're reminiscing about all the history you've had with Zelda and stuff, you know, all these adventures yeah. you went on throughout the series and things, and just bring all that with these old uh, musicians playing at the bar, you know, it's fucking brilliant, man. That's, that's a perfect yeah. setting for that kind of thing. Yeah. It's just, they didn't put, this could have been one of the biggest tests for, for Nintendo, like, even more so than Skyward Sword, because this is essentially the same, right, one of our most beloved games, we're just making a direct sequel Aye. to it. Mm. And you could think, you Aye, know, that takes a lot of balls. That's a very high bar, and in many ways, they just refreshed so much. Like we're saying with Skyward Sword, like if you if you play through the Zelda game or the game out, Skyward Sword would seem like some kind of like amazing change. And then the next game, it's even more radical. It's, yeah, it, mm. it gives you that sense of freedom that we're saying is kind of maybe missing after the first Zelda Aye. game, where you kind of wonder about this. Like that gives it back again. It changes how relevant the weapons are, how you mm. it. and it has a brilliant story. Simple, mm. but I mean, by the end of it, you're so wrapped up in it. Aye. See, and- I mean, there's a little, there's a little reveal at the end. Again, no spoilers in terms of who the um, rabbit dude is, mm. yeah. yeah, and sort of his place in this whole thing. Aye. And mm. maybe I'm stupid, 
but I didn't see that coming. <laughs> no, I did. <neither laughs> and, 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 and when it when it when it was real, it doesn't do a you know we've sort of discussed this before. It, it doesn't do a thing Aye. that goes, "Hey, he's supposed to be this character." You know, it, it yeah. doesn't make it obvious. Well, yeah, I, I, throughout this... the game, I was thinking, well, where is the alternate version of this character? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I suppose yeah, that's yeah. yeah. I should have been looking for that. Somehow <laughs> yeah. I missed yeah. it. But um, yeah. when it happened again, it was that second. I see, I see him go. Oh, okay. Aye. Then the penny drops, and yeah. suddenly the weight of entirely it just hit me all at once, and I was Aye. like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> um, I liked all the little side quests in this game. Mm. Like, it, they didn't feel too much like a checklist. They felt Aye. like they were just fun to be part. Of. Like yeah. even just finding those cute little octopus things. Yeah, they was... worked really well yeah. as yeah. in terms of it being a handheld game as well, Aye. because yeah. I played a lot of it on my commute and tidying up those after I'd finished the game. Yeah, was a lot of fun, and you um, get a good reward for that as well. Yeah, you do. Um, the other <laughs> thing as well about it is, um, some slightly lazier writers compare it to Dark Souls loads because Dark uh, Souls yeah. is a really obvious touch point for every game that's right. good these days. But it's actually it harks back to the original mm. Legend of Zelda more more so than that because you can go anywhere mm-hmm. pretty much yeah. from the word go. Um, and it it's not that you're sequence breaking or doing something naughty like in Super Metroid. Yeah, there are just other ways, <laughs> and yeah. they're, they're all completely valid. And um, just it boggles my mind how much concentration on Nintendo's part, how they made a world that you can fully explore without breaking the flow. Mm. How how the hell did they manage that? Like how how did they how how can how come the game is still so structurally sound? Yeah. Even though you I mean, I, w- I was expecting it to be like this loose thing that didn't really feel yeah. like a proper adventure, but it absolutely worked. Yeah, more than yeah. a linear thing would have, you know. That's uh, totally it. Because you're making your own decisions and things, you know, you're not being pushed by the game to do this at a specific time. You're kind of planning what items you need to take on a thing. When, like, with the rental system, uh, if something doesn't work, then you've got an idea of what could work in that situation. There's a lot of thinking about what you've done and what you're going to do, and it, it really works. It, it takes all these established Zelda ropes and things and just wipes the table clean with a lot of them. Mm. Uh, but at its core, it is still absolutely. Zelda formula. Yep. That, that's yeah. what's genius yeah. about it. That, I mean, yeah, I do feel that Twilight Princess, things had started to get a bit long in the tooth. But that is because it was just them trying to recapture Ocarina of Time. Yeah. But yeah. this just shows that, like, the, the whole Zelda thing of potter around, beat dungeons, collect things that allow you to fight the last boss, mm. you know, and get items on the way that give you the different abilities. Like, that is... That is solid gold for the most Aye. part yeah, like, yeah. Like, like it's intrinsically fun just doing yeah, that I mean look at the game at the bottom of this list it has those things Aye. it's not a terrible game it's just mm. a bit rough even like the original Legend of Zelda it's not a bad game by any stretch of the imagination it's just a bit old and even the games above it like Phantom Hourglass you know mm. that has that that core formula and that core formula is enough to carry it through and be Aye. a decent yeah. game it just has a few problems like the worst Zelda games They've got a touch of the Die Hard 2s about them. Like, <laughs> like you got Die Hard 1, yeah? Aye. And you yeah. got Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yep. Die Hard 2's a fucking good film. Aye. Yeah, but it just doesn't, yeah. 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 And then, um, yeah, I feel, I feel like that's what you're arguing dick. about. Yeah, I feel that's what you're arguing about a lot with Zelda games. <laughs> but, um, but A Link Between Worlds, like, it, Within the Zelda formula, it does so many interesting things. I mean, like the the way it uses Street Pass as well to give you such a great little thing, man. Yeah, so cool. If if you Street Pass me in London, like you better be fucking ready. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, not only that, but like obviously the shoot pass thing works because you're linked genuinely because better by the end of the game. Like mm-hmm. there's something cool about just finding better armor, better if shield. Remember, if you remember to upgrade him though. Aye. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You go back. Yeah. So I remember but, thinking I was doing yeah. quite well, and then I got hammered. Yeah. What's going on? And it was I had like yeah. five heart link. Yeah. <laughs> one, one of the things I liked was like the people always concentrate on the fact that you can get all the items from the very beginning. But actually, see the really cool stuff that you really want to get. You have to try really hard to get oh, it. Yeah. You know, because every every dungeon has a little secret chest in it that you really have to be good at Zelda to mm-hmm. find. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's it's so is good. It actually that, possible to the game without those chests. Yeah, it is. It is. Oh yeah. my god, that's yeah. fucking so yeah. clever. Scott did, it. Scott did know you could get red armour. I didn't know you could get different coloured shoes. Yeah. Like, so I've, I've completed the game without it. Oh, right. yeah. amazing. Hardcore mode. <laughs> <laughs> Unintentional. Uh, right, what do we think of the painting wall? Get, uh, you know, brilliant, brilliant. Oh, yeah. brilliant. I mean, I, I love yeah. that I loved that wall hugging thing in Metal Gear Solid, yeah. but like, uh, <laughs> A Link to the Past, does it, that Link Between Worlds, I should say, does it so much better. It can make, yeah. it gives every new room a sense of height as well yeah. even yeah, though it's a t- what, what, 2d top-down game you're worried about what level you're on at any point and how these the different platforms connect and things there's so many clever yeah. things they do with it like that ice temple where there's moving platforms of uh, ice and they connect in different ways and you're looking at how it connects from the top and then how it connects from the side yeah, yeah. there's so many different clever things they do with that the big bit yeah. for me when I went, oh, this is just fucking genius. Because I, I thought that like that mechanic might have been them over-egging the pudding a bit, because Aye. it's got the rental system, which I thought was going to bring in loads of possibilities and loads of different ways of doing levels and stuff, and it does. Mm. Um, so I thought that was... I thought that was the core mechanic. That was the, the ocarina, the, you know, the, yeah. the, the thing yeah. that sort of the kept gimmick. it all running. Yeah, the gimmick. Um, but, so I thought this might be a bit much, and yeah. I didn't know how well they would use it. And a lot of it is kind of like, you know, to explore the sort of 3D environment and, you know, find, you know, secret routes and, mm-hmm. you know, alternative routes for it. But it was um, on one of the levels where there was uh, a, a something, it was like a, um, a, yeah, a platform up against the wall. Yeah. And you get on the wall and shimmy round so you're behind it. Cause it's like a ladder leaning up against the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you pop out of the wall. And knock down the ladder. And knock it down. over. And yeah. it bridges a gap to the middle. Of it. And it was that moment when I was like, oh, no. This is going to be so clever, like, yeah. and that was yeah. about that was yeah. about a quarter of the way through the game. But it, that, yeah. that was when I realised, oh no, they're using it for so much more than this, and yeah. they do, they really do. <laughs> yeah, there's quite a few of the bosses as well where you don't use it to defeat them, but it can make them easier to play. Aye. One boss that I was having a bit of trouble with, and then I realised I could be merging into the wall and just dodging this attack every time. I just forget so much mm. so many brilliant things the game's got i'm forgetting <laughs> yeah and it's <laughs> still so recent yeah and it's got some amazing bosses yeah, as well. yeah and does, like the does. items don't become irrelevant in different dungeon things you're always no they don't i mean that's that's kind of why the rental system works so well is because you can use any item at any time really a lot of the time you can also, pick your, you can also pick your favorites as well exactly and yeah. kind of figure out the merits of each item and things yeah um so, like, every boss you can look at in a different way if you're using certain items uh, or if you're using different ones, you know. Uh, there's so many levels of depth that every moment in that game, just the different options you get in it. Yeah, one of the other things I really loved about it, and this is the pure nostalgia thing, is obviously the soundtrack's incredible. It's Absolutely. all reworked versions of you know, yeah. the snare stuff, but it was... Um, it's not a direct sequel in terms of story or anything like that. No. You know, they, they they play it fast and loose as, yeah, as yeah. is the historia. But um, what I, what I did really enjoy about it is just when someone says, "Oh, you've got to go to Lake Hylia for to get something," or "You've got to go to Zora's Domain 
And I'm just thinking, I know where that fucking is. <laughs> and that got, that I was so excited about that. It was like, yeah, because it, it, it is the same map. <laughs> so it was just, like, but it, it well, that's, that's for, for me, I didn't find that a negative. That yeah. it was the map I'd yeah. been over a million times before. But um, that, that is one of the things that's said against it, though, is that it is using so much from A Link to the Past that in some people's views, some people's wrong views, they think, <laughs> <laughs> they think it's a lazy game. They, they, yeah, they oh, God, pro- no. yeah they, absolutely so certainly not with, yeah, yeah. And, like the fact they've made it work with but them. but the thing is do you think it would be better if it used a completely new map i don't think it would be i no. think it uses the map incredibly well yeah so there's a, a brilliantly designed map yeah i don't think it'd be better i just think it would be the same yeah i don't think a different map would have improved it or anything like that and i think that because it wouldn't have been improved by a different high Using the same Hyrule and kind of subverting certain bits of your own nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah. Like that gives it an extra edge. Mm. Like if you're a reviewer and you're thinking of giving it a score, if, if, if the, you know, if you've played the SNES one and everyone who's reading the review has played the SNES one yeah. too, I think yeah. that's worth, worth an extra mark. I, yeah. So you're giving it an 11 or something, you know, cause <laughs> like, I, I think it's it, it, like that alone is, it, it's just so well done because it doesn't, it doesn't rely on the nostalgia and it's, it doesn't repeat things that you've seen before. At any time there's like, like, um, the, the big bit for me is when I went to the forest clearing mm. yeah. um, and walked up to the tree stump that's still there. And yeah. I was expecting there to be something. Yeah. I mean, in the, in the, the, the other world, it's a fucking baseball game. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but when I went up to that um, tree stump, nothing happened. But I did just take a picture of it and put it on Twitter saying, <laughs> like, this is where one of the saddest bits in all yeah. the game oh, takes God. place. <laughs> fucking hell. That is grim, that bit in Link to the Past. Yeah. That is, that it is, just doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. But again, because nothing happens in this, like, it doesn't even prompt, it doesn't even say, like, hey, remember this? Um, just nothing. If you oh, had yeah. gone in on A Link Between Worlds, which you're first Zelda game, that that's just a clearing with nothing. Aye. In it. That's all it is. Yeah, but I mean, it's st- just like, oh, God, yeah. but there's still, but there's still a design about it which lets you know, even as a newcomer, that that's there's something important Aye. about this place. Well, yeah, like the, that, that's some of the things that new Zelda games do so well is it builds on the old lore of Zelda so yeah. well. Uh, there's so many, so much that you think about when you see one of the Zoras or whatever in a new game uh, because you know what those people were in a different game and things. Um, but having like the whole game have this connection to a link to the past gave everything that weight, you know. Um, yep. So emotionally for old time fans, there's just so much to love about it just from the get go. Uh, I think it really works with what it was doing, being this rehash, if you like, of a link to the past. It absolutely does that perfectly. What did you think of the quick tra- the, the quick travel system? I thought it was perfect. Yep. It's just it was yeah, it, it really well. great, it's just a great concession where like you have to get there you're in your own term you your own steam first time. Then after that you can go back whenever Aye. you want. I like the and, witch uh, as a character as well, so Yeah, she was she's really Aye. cute. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think we're about two and a half hours in. 
This is the last game. Okay. Where does it go? Is this going to cause any final arguments? So, mm. from the bottom, is it better than The Adventure of Link? Yes. Yes. Is it better than Phantom Hourglass? Yes. Yes. Spirit Tracks? Yes. Yes. Legend of Zelda? Yes. Yes. Ages and Seasons? Yes. Yes. Minish Cap? Yes. Yes. Four Swords Adventure? Yes. Yes. Twilight Princess? Yes. Yes. Link's Awakening? Yes. Yes. Wind Waker? Yes. Yes. Majora's Mask? Yes. Yes. Skyward Sword? Yes. Yes. A Link to the Past? Yes. Yes. Oh! Did we all say yes? Yeah. 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 Okay, I thought I thought I was going to be in trouble there. Still one more. Ocarina of Time. No. 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 Oh. That went that went really well. I thought I thought we were going to be a bit of a battle there. Like this. This this is my exact list, by the way. (laughs) Right. Is it? That's so clear. How have you hustled that? There are a few differences with my list, but oh. yeah, no, that's I think I think you have got a definitive list there. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the only thing I would say about the link between worlds, link to the past thing, is maybe if you are coming into the Zelda series. I mean, link to the past is pretty freely available on yeah. most yeah. Nintendo stuff. Yeah. Maybe it's worth giving that one a punt first because yeah. just because of the the cheap pops you'll get out of link to the, the link between worlds. I moments, but, but, but it then, is a better game. Yeah, like, yeah. like just playing. Uh, Link Green Worlds is so much smoother than Link yeah. to the Past as well. You know, I, I think it's it probably stands up better for a new audience. Yeah, no, it, it totally does. Yeah, it's yeah definitely if you're more kind of willing it, to yeah. give it a proper go and go get into the whole Zelda thing, yeah, then I'd probably say go for Link to the Past first. So, yeah, yeah. right, this is the official list: Adventure yep. of Link, Phantom Hourglass, Spirit Tracks, Legend of Zelda, Oracle of Ages and Seasons, Minish Cap. Four Swords Adventures, Twilight Princess, Link's Awakening, Wind Waker, Majora's Mask, Skyward Sword, A Link to the Past, A Link Between Worlds, and the best Zelda game of all time is A Legend of Zelda, The Ocarina of Time. Hey. Yep. That's a good list. That's, That's a good, good list. list. So, so nobody list. nobody will ever know what we think about Link's Crossword training. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably for the best. Was that on your list, Ross? <laughs> uh, That's such a, such a great series. I have so, so many things. Mm. But like what what they've established in Link Between Worlds, I think the future for Zelda, based on what they've introduced in that game, looks really exciting for a 3D game that has those kind of ideas. That that will be a really good game. Yeah, I mean, if if you look at the last two as well, if you take the ideas of freedom that are explored in Link Between Worlds and put them in with you know Skyward Sword's Mm -hmm. kind of innovative weapons and you know like sort of looking at the Zelda game from a different way, and um, I mean. (laughs) <laughs> I think there's potential for a new base to yeah. the game out there. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. the thing is, I find this with Mario as well, and this is something that um mentioned on this podcast before. Is like uh, like Mario Kart's an example of it. Actually, we've got a new Mario Kart game coming out in a couple of months, and that just you, that's a throwaway statement. Yeah. But mm. it shouldn't be. It's Mario <laughs> yeah. Kart. There is a but, chance that might be the best game ever made. I've no, always liked Rossi's. I've always liked Rossi's belief of Mario Kart. It's never got worse. It's never got worse. Yeah, it's only ever gotten well, better. And, and someone argued, that, 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 I think that's almost true. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. It's like it's a certain thing with Nintendo games, and especially Zelda. Is like, like if they confirm, like, oh, there's going to be a, a new Mario game coming out, uh, like with Super Mario 3D World. Like when we started seeing the screenshots of it before release, everyone was like, "That looks really fucking good." Hi. Yeah. 
you have to remember that when Nintendo puts something out, there there is a chance that it might be the best game ever made. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. and, That's I mean, a very real dangerous. Uh, it yeah. sounds silly saying that because obviously any game coming out could be the best game ever made. Yeah, but like, with Nintendo, it's a real chance that what you play yeah. might be better than everything you've yeah. ever played before. And how many other people can do that? And yeah, if there is a new Zelda game at the end of this year, there is a chance that when you play it, it might be better than all of these. Mm. And may- maybe by a mile as well. Yeah. It's yeah. just the final sort of thing as well. What is everyone's favourite? <laughs> Mine's is always going to be Ocarina of Time. But... Ocarina of Time. I think, I think it'll probably always, just for how, how it was when yeah. I played it, mm. but... I know there are better ones, yeah. but your favourite's not always the yeah. best. Yeah, no, Windmaker, Windmaker is the kind of game you can fall in love with, yep. so it's totally understandable what that is, because yeah. if it wasn't Ocarina of Time, it probably would be Windmaker for me. Depending on think... what day you ask me, mine is either Majora's Mask or Ocarina of Time. Aye. Mm. But when I sat down to do my list, I said Ocarina of Time. Yep. Mm. The great thing is, look at them all, and I think the central problem people have with Zelda games, bad people, bad people, <laughs> bad people is that oh, just, it's the same thing over and over, same thing over and over. And we've discussed 15 games here, mm. and they're so different from each other. Mm. It's not like oh, Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, or they came out so close together, or they're the same, same. Yeah. They're not. They're so different. Mm. And you look at, like, Skyward Sword, Ingrid Worlds, just... They're probably at their worst when they're not different. Yeah, I would say like when you've got something like Twilight Princess, which is you know they were clearly aiming for Ocarina, or like um, uh, something like the difference between Spirit Tracks and Phantom Hourglass. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, that's probably distinct formulas to how those games were made. You know, yeah, yeah, like that's that's probably when they're at their. Oh yeah, even like Oracle of Ages and Seasons is Mm -hmm. like you know it's obviously trying to go for the Link's Awakening thing again, like. Mm. that's probably when Zelda's at its worst, when it's not being, like, creative. Yes, all of them are going to involve you probably saving Princess Zelda yeah. and probably going into some dungeons. But it's what happens. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's the journey, like, mm-hmm. and all these little bits around it. And that's stuff that's always going to change. Like, I fully expect whatever's on the Wii U version to be completely different. You know, there's there's plenty of stuff with the way that the Wii works that they Aye. can make a really interesting Zelda game. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I think we've uh, I think we've done quite well. Aye, yeah. aye, good list, boys. Should we end with uh, us all try hum Zelda's lullaby together? Which one's no? that? <laughs> 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 oh, that one. I had um, something completely different in my head there. I had the um, like, Temple of Time music. <laughs> I was about to go with a bass on it. Yeah, yeah. Do the Indiana Jones theme. Yeah, yeah. All right. Happy Zelda Day. To everyone. That's us. We're done. Yep. Cool.